0: 2020. Society is in ruins
1: and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest.
2: And welcome back to the side quest podcast. My name's Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Luke. And we have two friends on Lee and Ezra. What's up, guys?
3: What's going on, gents? Hello
2: not much dude it's uh it's it's good to talk to you guys it's we've we've uh you know been talking for a bit and and hanging out a little bit but uh it's fun how to how have you guys on yeah um especially with all three of us t- you know talking it's uh i was excited for it because we didn't really get a chance to hang out at uh at mtac um and a little bit you know obviously after uh the Ren fair uh, where we saw each other and then afterwards where we had Uh, a good grill out but having at least both luke and bj here is fun
3: yeah likewise Um, thank you guys for having us one and two exactly to your point kind of letting us into your lives was pretty cool to hang out with you and be hanging out with you uh kind of ever since intact at least and and link up you guys are doing some cool things
2: appreciate it so are you guys um speaking about a little bit about how we met um so over Easter, um, Easter weekend was MTAC twenty twenty three uh, Middle Tennessee Anime Anime Convention, um, and we got the press passes. That was our our first kind of press. Still don't and, know how that happened. Yeah, well, no, it happened. It happened we, <laughs> in the right jacket, dude. It, yeah. it worked out. We we put out like some of our best interview when we had to like, you know, the professional ones with like people from Treyarch. We put that one at our like our top thing when we had to put a website with our, our stuff on. So I think we we played our cards right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So um, when we were there, though, we kind of wanted to do interviews with uh, the people that we were meeting and we had a couple of that. We it was was it the second day or the first day that we saw Lee? I think it was we the first Saw him the first day, but we didn't play until Saturday. That's true. We were like, well, we did a little bit of a blurb of like him explaining um, what he was doing um, and well, Lee, would you like to kind of explain your your costume a little bit about uh, what you came as at MTAC?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I went back and watched the video. I still haven't come with a proper introduction, so bear with me. But uh, no, essentially, so falling in love with D and D, getting new into being like a new DM, um, just kind of found this passion. I was actually helping a buddy move uh, across the U.S. from Colorado, and I ended up linking up with his family who are. You know as a family just well into D&D and this guy's been playing for you know 20 years and some odd stuff so we get to chatting similar to how we all linked up and uh yeah I'm just learning about cool you know conventions that they've been to what they're doing they've you know got a 3D printer they're printing their own minis they run one shots and do campaigns they're yeah, really well into it so I got to geek out a little bit with them and comes across this picture from uh, one of the gents there and he shows me somebody who went to a convention and you know very similar to us just had uh, kind of uh, I think it was like a fold-out checkerboard or something like that on their belly and running it seemed like one shots uh, at this convention so that idea just really stuck with me on one being a new DM how can I get out there and just really just expose myself to being a new DM, running a bunch of campaigns and in what I call get the giggles out. Uh but two, like same too. It's like, oh man, i love to go to these conventions like MTAC, we've been for a few years now, uh pretty consistently and then Renfest. Um yeah, Ezra here's even uh worked at, I guess at a former life, worked at the Renfest. So have had connections but never really went at it with any intention other than just to be a bystander. So yeah, all that kind of turned into, well, shoot, let's create a costume, and it wouldn't be too hard in my imagination to put out, like, a portable D&D, what we call the traveling DM, and so, yeah, I put a, a it, right now it's a Hobby Lobby um, photo frame uh, that we just turned around, put ropes around so it hangs around my, my shoulders, uh, and we set the stage, we've got the scenes we've got the minis uh we've got one of three different campaigns or i guess uh we well, call them one shot yeah, three campaigns
2: the order, but, order but then a fourth a fourth option oh there yes really.
3: right and the fourth option so if uh essentially i think what was my shtick um find a friend uh find a stranger or two and come play dnd whether it's your first time whether it's your 100th time uh, shoot don't even come play dnd just roll a D20. Um, we'll you play a little... rollies. Yeah, just a little bit of rollies. I don't even know the rules of that. Just heard that. But no matter what, the... I mean, I think as young as... I don't remember. I think as young as nine, I all the way nine. up to... Um, we've had some seniors who came in and said that they haven't rolled a dice in over a decade uh, that came and just played a little game of rollies with us. Uh, so just the amount of people that we're able to connect to, new and old, you know, familiar with D&D, not familiar... the other thing
2: a part of it is you what makes it work
3: so well
2: is you also come with four different playable characters that each have really easy um like player cards for which i thought was so helpful how you did it um especially like things like like let's not wait like, like let's not you know worry about like oh you only get you know this many abilities per long rest you're just like every every round the, the rogue can take a dodge action, you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And like, just make it easy and, and just like basic. And um, I just love that. I mean, the player cards look great. You put them in the, uh, the little like plastic wraps so you can write on them with um like, um uh, you know, uh a board erase. Yeah, yeah, dry erase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It works really well. I mean, and then on top of that, you know, it wouldn't be traveling DM without your Minstrel of Madness, uh, Ezra, with, all of the uh like the sound effects in his boombox um and like when we played at the Ren Fest Ezra did such a good job like helping while you were running it having Ezra help out with like people who hadn't played you know with Kevin who didn't know too much and like kind of helping yeah. him through that that was like awesome um that oh. the duo of both of you guys
3: it's freaking key um yeah I'll give you uh some uh, a landing strip to talk, Ezra, because, yeah, you've been tremendous in right, just making it come full circle. Um, anybody outside playing, you know, bringing the, the music and theatrics and stuff to it. So, yeah, I'll let you speak because it's been super tremendous help.
0: Well, the, I think the the best part for me to enter here would be where you mentioned that, you know, we we just got a picture frame from Hobby Lobby or whatever, and that's really where you know right there i was like okay i can see where he's going with this okay well and when lee came to me actually and he was talking to me about it he was like hey you know i know you're good with tools and that is what i do i do remodeling and i'm familiar with building of all sorts i know matt and i have talked about tools for over an hour straight it
2: at did. one point. It, it, everyone else was just quiet while we were just talking, <laughs> yeah, talking <laughs> tools I, uh, and Kevin construction. And
4: to to <laughs> and
2: it was so fun. I, I, we were I, like, I do oh, enjoy yeah, geeking man. out.
0: Yeah, we got them saws over here. I'll, yeah, 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 yeah. you were yeah. talking about, dude,
2: he was sending me pictures of tools and I was like, that's awesome, man. That's great like work that
0: we'd been doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah uh, I was like genuinely excited about it. I was like, this is amazing.
0: And, uh, and Lee came to me and he was like, so yeah, hey, can, can I borrow like a drill or something? I'm going to drill some holes in this yes. board. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Well, like, tell me, tell me about it. Tell me a little about it. And he starts telling me about it. We start talking about it. And, and then I guess one of my favorite tenants is uh, when there's two men in business and they agree on everything, one of them isn't necessary. And that's where I was kind of like, well, you know, why, why do you gotta drill holes in it? And, uh, and then that's it. Kind of got out of control from that point on. And then all of a sudden, I have a speaker around my neck, and I'm dressed up like a landschnickt. I think that's honestly, the-
2: your costume is in both of yours. But the f- just where can you tell me where you found that little minstrel cost- costume, or how you came about getting that? Um, we'll put on our Instagram some photos uh after we put out this episode um listeners but we'll we'll put out some photos of lee and ezra in, in their full get ups um uh yeah because they're incredible
0: well i, I appreciate I, that yeah yeah but i i have i have to uh, toss back some of that credit quickly though because lee put me on to the website it's called uh lee please
3: uh medieval collectibles.com okay that's of, okay in indiana that's my well not hometown but home state gotta give it a shameless plug there yeah um, they, they're I great i can love that place well
2: here let me toss it back to you one more time you know we're just gonna play tennis with with compliments but <laughs> the it, it would it wouldn't have looked as good if you didn't have put your facial hair the way it was okay
4: right
3: that's oh, yeah. through all, right, the minor, so I'll give you, all
2: the way down to the minor details bro so i'll just I'll you know at least take that compliment because that was an incredible some incredible facial hair i mean and, big and bushy will, sideburns I, and the, and the is, chin was shaved
0: maybe something that i had never i guess i'd never said out loud but i have never shaved my i've never given myself like chops or never giving myself a mustache, like ever. It's always, I just buzz it off and I'm over it. Like facial hair is yeah. does not mean anything to me. I grow it all the time. It's a commodity for well, me. Well, what's
2: so funny is I was like, I don't remember meeting Ezra the first time. And because you had completely different facial hair yes. than you did. What a week <laughs> later, time.
0: yeah. Oh, I, I remember it in tech, actually the, I, I missed the first day I was, when I was working, I was I worked like that makes so much sense because it was just Lee when I met when we yeah. met him the first day. The first run, I was like, dude, I have so I have to. I was painting window raw bare windows, which mm-hmm. if you're familiar, like I mean, it takes a long lot of time. I was doing it by hand too. In retrospect, I should have just taped them up and sprayed them. But anyway, and so I missed the first day. And the second day, I worked so much, and then I was able to break off and I came in plain clothes. And then the third day, just from costume pieces that Lee had laying around his house, I had a couple uh, laying around from when I worked at the Wren, but I'm pretty sure I almost used every, almost everything of Lee's and uh, showed up in a cobbled costume the third day, and it was still very, very successful the third day.
1: Yeah, we. It was phenomenal, man. I I still haven't seen the the costume because yeah, I met you guys on the second day when we did the, the little arena thing. What then... were you dressed? You what costume did you have
2: this the second day, um, Ezra? <laughs>
0: Uh, I was wearing uh, some black jeans, some ASICs, and uh a yeah, a okay. jacket and a fort. Because okay, I remember
1: I remember him being there because he had the he had the speaker and he was kinda like helping Lee out with the stuff, but I was like, You, you guys keep talking about the menstrual outfit. I'm like, I have I did, did I misremember Dude, well, the actually? Thing?
2: Ezra so, it, Ezra sent me I'll we'll have to post the, the photos that he sent me and I haven't showed you, I don't know why. Um but the photos we took at mtac were really good um yeah so i'll have to show were, you those because well, that's where he so, has his material outfit um. yeah
3: luke you saw kind of just the what i mean what we had uh and i mean i'm i'm kind of in the similar but i actually just again shout out to medieval collectibles wherever you are um yes. thank you again. but uh i just purchased more of a wizard garment you know because we're trying to upgrade i think at the end of the day like i might go full beard well and i guess hell yeah to all the listeners, I have to purchase my beard because my joke is, <laughs> you know, I grow my mother's facial hair, which is non existent. But maybe, yeah, maybe I'll take the clippings from Ezra Shaving every week and, you know, patch on a beard. Someday. Hey, no like joke,
0: it, but... dude, you probably could.
3: Dude, <laughs> I had a friend. Real I don't know if you guys have looked up. Past. No
2: joke, who shaved, who cut some hair off of his, like, head and then, like, glued it to his chest to, like, show, like, God, mm-hmm. look at the. My chest hair. No. And we're like, no. 100 percent His name was I'll do I'll say his name. Sam bozzi Where are you at right now, dude? Middle
0: Honestly, school at Sam, You're a genius. Bo- <laughs> you're an innovator. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm proud of my chest, all thirteen of them. You know.
2: <laughs> well the the reason was is because we had a friend, Ryan Hubert, which we always called Pubert, um, mm-hmm. He had like some crazy <laughs> genetics and was growing like full on beard and have chest hair and so many pubes for a middle schooler. It was wild, dude. Oh, and, so yeah. was like, oh, yeah. and so he was like, yeah. so he was like, Sam Bozzi was like, I, I gotta do something. And I don't know if it was a joke or serious. We couldn't tell. Cause immediately we all knew that he just cut the hair off his head and put it on his chest. But, but yeah. <laughs> that would I not go know. down in
3: my school score high school Wait, yeah. that
0: that's that's funny we had a I had a guy in my class and he had like kind of the same genetics was super hairy big and had a beard he was thir- like 13, you know, and we'd get him to go and buy like beer and cigarettes and stuff, you know. <laughs>
1: so yeah, that's the sm- that's the smart thing. You got like you had you had the the, the plug basically. The guy was like, yeah. "Yeah, I can pass for someone old enough." That's and it's like, right. Thick. Go for it." It's like, "All right, bro. Hey, just
0: walk in there confident as hell. You got this, bro."
4: Hey, can i get a no
0: <laughs> no nah, nah, he sounded i mean his voice was deeper than mine is now like
1: it's crazy That's wild full beard chest hair he's he's ripped as hell and it's like hey guys um
0: i'm not comfortable yeah.
1: with this. <laughs> <laughs> please he's got the same like peter griffin family guy voice crack it's like hey guys, let's go to the let's go play some baseball yeah. <laughs> i want to uh i want to quickly uh say at the
0: i'm going to f- tie one more time into what lee was saying about his experience with uh the traveling dm is that he was he was mentioning like different ages coming up and i think uh you know, with lee's fervor being a new dm you know newer play we played a couple of times you know over the years and years but never like seriously sat down devoted a block of our time to it and uh his fervor and being a new player you know that translates well to people that haven't played before haven't played in many years want to play or are more interested and that goes into what you were saying too matt because it was like these cards are so easy you can just take a look at them you can kind of understand them if well, you've played pokemon just or something. to
2: just I'll to like it. quickly there is something that left a big impact that you did lee um it was while we were when I mean, we just started hanging out and we were like. We saw you and we we're like, hey, let's go take a little, a little smoke break later. And so we went over and just started hanging out. And then some guy came up with that, that like kangaroo tail, and he was like starting to ask, like seemed interested. So you engaged in conversation with him, and you said like, have you ever played before? And he's like, nah, man, I made like a bunch of character sheets, but um, like always when I try to play with people, they just ditch me. And you were like, the I, I it made a big impact on me, like how accept, like I think what you're doing even though it's like you might think it's small time and stuff but i bet that made a really big deal because like he you played rollies with him and like versus ezra or something and he won two out of three and you're like now you can tell your friends that you roll really high and they'll definitely want to play with you and and like i don't know because like he definitely you know he like you know he seemed like just yeah you know a guy and he was really proud of his his like outfit and he was like telling us like like what he spent on it and we were like oh like that's awesome just trying to like you know i guess impress us because maybe he thinks he needed to but you were just so kind and accepting and the, just that even though you didn't play a full little one shot um just like the rollies i don't know it just seemed like this was a little bit bigger and deeper than you might think it is at least with like personal impact um because like i think that's why people fall in love with D anD D. Is it's not just like the story, but it's also your connection with other people. Um, it's it's such a a social game.
4: Absolutely. man. Thank you.
3: That's uh that means a lot coming from from both of you. Um, I've known Ezra for many years, and he knows kind of how nervous I get. Uh, well, just one in general, I guess, in front of large groups of people. But uh, to just uh, I just want to impress, or at least you know um show that i care and put good effort yeah. into it so uh that means a lot coming from both of you and i think like as much as we've talked because i had like three bullet points and i lost them one was ezra wore that beard by the way throughout the rest of the month <laughs> just like that it so still he had to looks to, go like to work. That. really yeah he had to go to work <laughs> what is it uh yeah four weeks um monday through friday working with that beard so again like a just a a commitment to the uh to the character but go see my nephews and i'm
0: scaring them they don't they don't recognize (laughs) me for real
3: i mean it's it's not a normal beard i mean when you can grow a beard like that and then you just take a big chunk out of your chin that's yeah yeah for sure Even my
0: mom my mom would remark on it like every few hours be like you look so you were, weird cuz you this were doing is work so at weird. her house yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm working at her house and she cannot cuz like I said earlier, I've never given myself a mustache, never had mm-hmm. crazy facial hair. It's just all or nothing. So
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're we got a new entry for the beard and mustache championships if you guys Yeah, I that. mean, yeah, it's
2: great. Um but yeah, I but, think uh, what you what you're doing is awesome and um I think i mean definitely why we're not, you know just because you're cool people but i think we lo- really love what you're doing um
1: i mean i can speak from like personal experience like i my D like experience has just been like watching internet playthroughs of like a group of people playing it and then like three three, three sessions, sessions we did here with, that was like, and
2: we i had yeah but
1: and hey matt, and matt was like too bad <laughs> It wasn't bad. It was but just like,
2: hard with the two other people who didn't want to roleplay. Yeah. And then I was trying to add a, another character to add some more damage in the mix, but I was like, I'm just gonna be a silent character because I if I know everything, it's gonna be hard for me to roleplay and like and be a character and also be a
1: DM. Yeah, because I'm in the same boat where like I've made characters of like, oh this would be cool to use one day and like I've just never had the chance to. So going there and like playing the thing and like Lee pretty much kinda helped with the idea where it's like the the joke was because my character died super like super fast, but it was like, oh he's the milk mage or like he like I tried to like, yeah because well, I, I was I'm yeah, lactose intolerant. Matt was lactose intolerant, so Lee <laughs> was the one who kind of helped out like oh you you spray him with milk and I was like sick that's my bit from now on yeah and like you really helped me just kind of like even though it was a very short lived run, uh had I like my character had a full like backstory a style and like what he was going for just because you kind of like nudged me in the right direction of like as a novice player i was like that That, that like it felt really good
0: and, and even and even too like when people are sorry lee like what you're saying like they're kind of nudging people into like rp i know that sometimes like lee uh i know whenever we're doing like the arena and somebody picks up barbarian they're like all right i want to rage and Lee is like so focused on the game and everything that leaves, you know, that's where I come in in that situation yes. be like, okay, well, what does it sound like? What did you say? And then no,
2: maybe- I, it definitely works better with two people. Like, to, because, uh, oh, wow. you know, from as little DM experience I have, it, you know, it was still overwhelming for me to even, so to have like somebody help with like the other stuff and then Lee just being able to keep track of everything or even just two people to keep track of everything. It's just easy when it's, you're not, you know, invested in the players because it's not a long running campaign. So you are just each, you know, every 30 minutes you're doing something new and it just, I think it, the, the duo works really well.
3: So, yeah, we, and it's funny that you mentioned that cause we kind of talk about that too. Okay. So many talking points. So <laughs> that's uh, great. We love it. Yeah, I know. I know. It, well, so one, you were kind of talking about like, it's not just playing the little, uh, Ezra coined the term, and I freaking love it, the quarter shots, right? They're not exactly one shots, because that was Mm -hmm. the... When we're thinking about uh, the player cards in that... When you uh, came over,
2: Ezra was like, hey, do you want to do a quarter shot? And I was like, of alcohol?
3: (laughs) 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 Well, no, it's it's even funny, too, because people come over to the house, and I'm like, well, check this out. Come play a game. And I find myself playing on that board in my own home with just, you know, people that I invite over. But a, a couple things. You were kind of talking about the experience and that's that's one thing we've gotten a lot of comments on is like wow you guys are so patient and you guys are so open to talking to people and wow does it work in a duo where i can run the game and it's almost like you know i tell ezra this and he's he could probably see it because he knows me so well but my eyes will gloss over right i just will I'll, i'll just be reacting and you know trying to figure out what i've got going on in my hands and that to your point for me that's player cards making sure everybody's good you got your name down okay cool if you need help with the roles you know some folks hey this is what a d20 is this is what a d4 is um so stuff like that and then you know telling the story giving the you know one minute intro whatever have you uh that that's so involved and so having somebody one who's just able to take care of not only you, I mean, as pretty much created the, the one minute intros, which are, I mean, phenomenal. They just. Yeah,
2: they're great. To, to bring people. If you in could just the pronounce the the words correctly, Lee. Yeah, yeah, it's all you
3: <laughs> uh, We have a couple beers. Uh, hey, it's still fun as many words as I mispronounce. Um, no, 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 for sure. I'm you just know. making so the you, more you were, when you all come editing, to me When and I was play, editing the, the, uh, words the video, you is. were like, I
2: hate hearing my own voice and hearing
3: me mispronounce things over <laughs> and over again well, you know, doesn't everybody hate their voice? But boy, if I, I you yeah. know, tighten the whip around your weapon. Uh, boy, I could have uh, <laughs> said that Quiple a little laundry. better. <laughs> so. uh, hey,
0: I'm, I'm telling but, you, so. you, you don't know true pain until you record music and you sing. Uh. Yeah, that's something that...
3: I believe it. And, and so to that point, you know, not as it only, one, just able to alleviate that. So to give, and to kind of go back to an earlier point, to give credit, not only, I probably talked to Ezra with for three and a half hours i was like oh look at these ideas in the board and i could drill holes and i could do this and it has a flyout contraption that signs autographs i don't know it just became <laughs> you know this idea and he's like reel it in lee we gotta Dude, make it you were, even the other day you were like i want a fog machine oh <laughs> fog and then i was
2: on the board and i was like okay, yeah I mean, and it led maybe. me to a
3: youtube video where people were building aquariums man or uh, terrariums oh, rather yeah. and i'm like we're gonna play D&D on one of those one day.
2: Just, just you wait. So <laughs> BJ, what was the the right? name of the of the guys we were playing as?
5: Uh you were the Archer Thorin. Thorin, and you and were I was the barbarian uh, Gorin.
2: That's right. The, right. With yeah, yeah. We, the Yes, our mother Jess our horror of a mother Jessica. The day after uh
5: the rent, or while we were leaving the Renfair, actually, we were talking like, what if Jessica had like a bunch of other kids? <laughs> And it's just every letter of the alphabet with or F in it.
2: after.
4: <laughs> it'd,
2: it'd be a really good
4: campaign to
2: do. It would be really no. good. Well, that's every I think that lends is, in is it, is, is, it gets people excited because BJ and I have talked about this. Because, well, after we did our session at the Ren Fair, I was like, dude, I kind of wanted to like role play more, but I didn't know like if that would have been like like too much or too little so like but i was like dude i thought we should have done this this and this like i was wanting to just starting to role play you know i was like no it's just a quarter
3: shot like no so calm that's, it down that's kind of the great thing so the cards i mean i'm so thankful that i do think that they're right they're fair against you know the bosses whether you're you know we can ad-lib a couple of points here or there to make it good for a group of two or three and then having the arena i think is really cool because some folks are just we found that even some folks are too intimidated even to come up and just roll the d20 even just for a fun little game so how do you break that barrier how do you break the ice and you know be more approachable kind of get them in there and so for the folks that maybe wanted to roll the dice but they were a little too nervous to go into a campaign as soon as we put the arena in front of them, well, I'll tell you what, we'll take the DM almost out of it. You're just kind of fighting each other. Sometimes they're like, ooh, you know, maybe it's a significant other, you know, maybe it's their friend. They're like, oh, I'll, I'll totally beat you. And it becomes more theirs than it is, you know, created for them type of thing, or, or however you want to put that. But it does make me want to at least speak on a, uh, an earlier point. So like, Luke, you were talking about how I nudged you in a direction and that's been the weirdest part is i didn't make milk right you mm-hmm. did i put on that card ray of dot 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 because at first true, i was thinking and you gave a bunch of examples
2: off. of like what other people had done and exactly, they were all like no. silly too they were really, some
3: started getting silly like a uh, somebody was a an inconvenience wizard right my ray of inconvenience and so it just ended up tripping people or you know their weapon fell out of their hand when it was successful but so what's wild is i think you know i would argue is that the way that we set it up i'm i'm real big on agency which is just probably a bigger mm. D D perspective but that's why it you know one i'll be honest um all those cards are hand-drawn oh uh, and then matt uh why would you, you t- drew no, those
2: be... like the, yeah. the pictures of each of the uh the characters
4: yeah yeah, yeah. did you
0: draw them huh yeah, I, I, I guess I pr-
3: what, I, what I will argue is I traced every person that I showed, what what picture that I traced from tells me I did not trace. So take that. That's probably for another podcast. Maybe That's uh, showbiz, that's folks. Right, that's, that is showbiz. Hey, hey you got to do what you got to do, you uh, know what I mean? For lack of being able to say words correctly and for, you know, every bit of... You're you know, a hell of a tracer. PM, weird. It's not for lack of production value. I'll tell you that. So... But yeah, so, you know, we put all that in there. It's wild that, you know, we tried to dotted line all the pictures. Uh, Matt, you have this really great... Actually, it was at EmTech, so you don't have the updated versions. I'll send you some photos if you want to put it up there so that people can kind of see the board that we're talking about if it, yeah, um, you know, connects the dots. Mm-hmm. But agency, right? I didn't want to pick a particular character. Yes, you may be a halfling rogue, right? But, or, or a wizard, human wizard... But your array of dot 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 one of them i couldn't draw and fit frost fire uh, shock you know whatever it is and then when i actually figured out oh man i can't really fit that in i go what am i gonna do and i go well wait there's the agency thing i'm going to give that magical power to the person who comes to the board and make this wizard theirs or this barbarian theirs um so you came up with the milk i feel like I just added to that. I just said, yes, that is your magical power. the rest of my you know conversation is going to appeal to that. But not only did you do that, so I take it to the next person, right? You know, after your game, we've we played so many others. And people are like, Well, wait, Ray of what? What kind of wizard am I? And that's the best, What kind of wizard are you? We've had these really cool wizards, and I brought up we had a wizard of milk that was, you know, spewing milk. People loved it, so... Well, what's great There's, about
4: that yeah.
2: is it kind of... Because, unlike the other characters... I'll let Milkromancy continue on. Well, like, the wizard is deciding what ray of gives a little bit deeper level of of a backstory. Right. Only by identifying the type of magic, but that's still one level deeper that's still fast and can change game to game, you know?
3: And that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, and it allows a little bit of RP, right? Well mm-hmm. all of a sudden I have to be this, you know, mage of Mage of Milk, uh this milky mage. Yeah. So there comes, right? Somebody thinks of a voice that comes with it. Aha You know, Lactose mm-hmm. befallen today, I don't know. But uh Yeah <laughs> So, you know, it just makes it that much more fun. And so what's really cool, and you know, I'll put that back to you, is like not only what i kept saying to people is like ezra and i would probably just be two goofballs in costumes with a pizza box on their belly if it weren't for people coming to play and actually making it a thing and then i get to take that to welcome the next individual oh what do i do well we've had some really awesome adventures with x y and z and they go oh well my idea is this so all of it starts to just like compound on itself and, yeah. and it almost sets us up for the next adventure. You know what I'm saying? So. For
2: sure. I mean, like, cause kind of the deeper level is, is what's, I think oftentimes, again, my, what my level of D&D is, but also my, you know, experience on earth is, is it, it probably, I think with D&D, cause what makes D&D better is not the action, but it's the RP. And I think for a lot of people that can be the hardest part, um, You're but I, you know, if, but we'll let that out really. I and mean, for me, I—I I mean, well, let's just go off, you know, by like the the best, you know, most watched D and D show. It's because you have amazing actors with good RP. Stranger Things.
4: Yo, yeah, Stranger Things. <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
1: well, like Critical Role. Well, I mean, Critical Role has the benefit of that they're all voice actors have been in the voice acting field for a long time but they also have been in stories that have like put like they know how to continue a bit continue a story continue Mm -hmm. a character, develop themselves and they're they're good at that but like that's like the level you want to get at but like
2: i mean true there are
1: some people that just want to focus
2: on the math and mm -hmm. the rolling of dice but for me i only anytime i listened to d d d played it with you and you and ezra lee uh it was i just wanted i wanted to just story i just wanted rp i wanted background i wanted me going in a bar as a bard and just sweet talking
3: my way through stuff like that's what i want (laughs) yeah yeah i'm in i'm in a very i'm in like the exact same boat as you especially as like a dm um what i i don't want to push anybody in a direction exactly to your point like one thing that I'll do is I'll find myself compensating and trying to, you know, gear the narrative. And then what I've done is I've just built me telling a story and then just kind of riding along with it. And I'm like, oh, but you know, somebody will have an idea in a bar over just a fun little drinking game. Well, it's a dance. Do. It's we'll a dance between a both, TV.
2: both player and DM, because yes. you want some sort of a backbone, but then you want at the same time, the creative like interpretation of, of the players to, like, lead you somewhere. But, I mean, you couldn't do that without any sort of backbone or, you know, even the character. I mean, you you know, you have to create the characters. You have to create somewhat of a story.
1: So... Well, yeah, you have to run in in a world that's believable because, like, if you just... if, If all the DM is prepared is just, like... Alright, you start at the tavern, where you want to go, and then like the DM knows well the story goes this way, but then the characters go, I want to check out that abandoned shop you talked about, and you're like, Well sh- shoot, I have nothing for that.
3: Yeah. PJ, you, you know played mean? This. that has happened. Like a pretty <laughs> serious
2: campaign, course. right?
5: Yeah, I've I've had two campaigns that I was really, really into. I'd say I'd have maybe like two and a half years of D D experience playing every Sunday. Um Oh wow, and, every Sunday too. Yeah, it was Man. It was crazy. But the uh the first campaign that I ever played was Strahd. And that was just the perfect like tone to get me into it, I suppose. Um but the the second campaign that we played was kind of it went on for so long that it kinda of turned into three campaigns. <laughs> we did three different like manuals with the same characters. And um the the reason we were able to do that is because we had such a good DM that wanted us to feel somewhat important in the world that he had made um and that that's how i see the whole thing is it's kind of a collaborative effort like writing a story with your party and the dm just yeah. kind of facilitates that and i think that's that's the best way to do it and you do that
0: very well
3: oh, I thanks I,
4: you guys
0: i'd like to jump in and like on top of what you're saying is that like you mentioned backbone and i think that like what makes this different what what keeps it on a rail what keeps it in line what you know keeps people captivated is that lee only really is focusing on you know the mechanics in the story you know i'm handling all the music i'm a- answering any off question passing out any die anything like that you know it almost creates this sense of urgency too you know because lee is able to stay on top of it at, at every second and so when, when you look over at the uh, the wizard of blank blank, you know, like, and you shoot a ray of, you point at them and you prompt them to say something, you know, there's that urgency going on. Like, okay, there's a story, there's a scenario. Other people are waiting on me. The DM is, you know, waiting for me to say something. I think it also spurs people to RP or be creative or have the first thing that comes to their mind. Yeah, come like out their Carmen, mouth.
2: my wife, she said uh, at the Renfest, the array of Care Bears. <laughs> yeah
5: a significant part from then on they
2: were a
3: significant they were around the little duck figure that you had yes given to us randomly by what was that that was the the little pixie girl yeah
0: and 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 like and like uh bj was saying i mean that that's that's a relationship in between the dm and the players you know the dm could be giving you know pouring his heart out at an oscar winning performance but I mean, if if you haven't captivated or motivated them to want to be involved or RP, you know, it's all, it all, it does, it it all works or it all doesn't work. You
2: you DM'd quite a bit, uh, Ezra?
0: Uh, Right now, actually, currently I am, this is month seven of a campaign I've been running with a couple of local people, uh, just old friends. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they... Are way more. I I I want to get something out of the way. I am not artistically, uh, like art, like drawing, inclined in any way, shape, or form. I cannot draw for shit. And uh, so they avant garde. It's uh, it's avant garde. Yes, exactly, exactly. But then my but then my players like I I describe an area or I draw a crappy world map and they turn around and they draw some they're way more artistic than i well, am so
2: what's so great is the other the with d like because D you know like being really prevalent prevalent in like the 90s and stuff like that and like and well like you know really prevalent in the 90s or, or more so you know and then living in that age you know when did d d d come out first edition like 80s like 70s 70 something I like that it was like 70s S- no yeah. it's it the 70s yeah
5: well, well, like, like having having that.
2: it exist in that realm, you know, 70s through probably like 2000s to now all of the resources like online resources there are is is wild. Like for like you who is not like, you know, artistically inclined, um, like having you can play, you know, there's discord. You can play, you know, everyone play on the computer, having a screen where, you know, yes. a DM can move players and having a, a, a map. I mean, it's, it's wild. It's, it's a great, it's a great time for D&D, you know, having, you know, like D20 and Critical Role. It's, it's amazing.
0: And and so many mediums to play D&D have, have come out.
2: Yeah, you know, dude, and even I- VR, there's that game that I was telling you, BJ, called Demio, Demio or Demio, which is just, you know, broken down D&D, but instead of like, you know, having like spell slots, you just get draw a card every every round, and that's an action, um, to play the card, and it's an, an action. But you have like certain movement, um, and it's yeah, all in VR with a with a map laying on the ground. It's awesome.
0: I, I do like that. I I uh, I am I'm I'm as a DM and a player. I guess I'm I guess I'm more antiquated in that in a sense of like the way that I play my campaign. Like if we don't have internet, if we don't have power, that's okay. Everything's hand drawn. Yeah, everything is on file. Like, Definitely, that's good. That's good for that. But yeah, but but these, I will say that these are new players. So, I mean, it go, it just goes right back into the whole. I mean,
2: I think the big one of the biggest resources these days is D and D Beyond. Like you know, yes. accessible on everything. Yes. Um, every device you have. Absolutely, yeah, super. Realize. How big it I mean, because that, that just post takes post. off, like, out of all the, like, the headache of, like, oh, shoot, did I, like, I didn't, did, did I long rest or, like, oh, no, like, I didn't add these coins or uh, am I, like, oh, did I mark that spell slot? I mean, it takes out so much of that, like, headache of, of like, of that work.
5: That's actually why I seem so stupid when we're playing Traveling DM <laughs> is because I'm
3: always on D&D <laughs> Beyond.
4: You make you
3: do the real maths. <laughs> yep.
2: It's like, you're like, yeah. oh, I took 27 hit points. I normally, you can just enter that, and it takes it off. What's well, 27 minus 43? Or the yeah, no other way, way around. <laughs> See, I'm dumb. That's, uh, depending that's on the, that, you that saves it. D- 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 exactly, yeah, <laughs> my dyslexia, there you go. Or just my stupidity, or whatever.
4: But I th-
0: there's so many ways to play D&D, you know, and, and I think the one that Lee and I have been working at is... I, I I still think that it even some people even with the preconceptions of D and D that they have like oh you got to be in it for a year oh it takes hours to set up you know they may even be you know put off by even seeing even us just walking around with the board over Lee's chest you know like that could be just from precon preconceived notions. Uh, but I th- but I I do think that once people you know do warm up and they come in and they they hear the. You know zelda or fable music it puts them at ease and opens them up to new mm-hmm. things the berserk music
2: was a was a
0: big turn on mm-hmm. for oh, us. It's, <laughs> it it is top I, uh, so uh,
4: i've
1: i've kind of been in that boat because before i got into dnd i was kind of that same thing where i was like ah oh, it seems like a commitment or uh oh, you know sometimes i'm just not really into fantasy at the moment or oh i don't like this or this there's like a, a lot of those like just barriers as you would call them when they're, they're really not but like I I then like find people who are playing. Here's an '80s inspired horror D&D campaign. Here's a kaiju battle. uh, Like well, just jungle RPGs. Like we've been talking. Like
2: we would love to do like the cyberpunk one. Cyberpunk red. I mean, there's also that one that's like the noir or the like um, Lovecraftian horror style. Like that sounds amazing.
1: Like Um, when you when you realize that it's. Like D&D or like tabletop role playing in general is quite literally just up to your interpretation and imagination and how creative you can get. And even if you're not super creative, the fact that you have pre-made modules that you can just go through. Like some people just, all they need is, I need a set of rules to follow, then I'm good. Some people are like, let me go crazy, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so open to anybody. And I think that's why, like it's why it's so good.
3: Exactly. And so, yeah, like you said, those barriers, some of the folks, they set them up themselves. Some of the, some of them are like, we set them like as a new DM. I'm just nervous to talk to a new, it's it's just a person, right. To like Mm. ask someone to come sit with you for even 15 minutes and RP, you know, like, well, how do you break that barrier, man? I'm already setting stuff up to prevent me from even asking. And so like, to your point, that happens and then once they can make that connection oh well shoot like it doesn't have to be dragons and elves it can totally be in the modern age i can make it you know historical whatever you can start to just oh well maybe i would want to do this because my friends are interested in this it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with so like you know lord yeah. of the Rings or anything fantasy like i, related, I as, as we know it
1: i know it, it helped being just a fan of like rpgs in general like kind of understanding how a leveling system works and stuff helped yeah. me at least cuz like I grew up playing like you know your Elder Scrolls and Final Fantasies and whatever else and so I understand the gameplay side and then when you add in it's like well you know customize your character do what you like literally make any backstory you have you're not tied to like Bethesda's backstory of you were you're in a prison go from there it's <laughs> yeah. like in in, Who in, in, are in you? yeah yeah, it's like, in, in D&D, it's like, no, come up with the whole backstory, because, you. yeah, it's the, the meme to start in a tavern, sure, but, like, maybe this campaign, you, we're going to start with one character coming into the castle to talk to a king, and they'll meet the rest of them here, or so on and so forth, like, there's so many ways to introduce the world and the players and everything to it, that, like, I don't know, there's there's so much, like, it, it gets exciting, you know, because it's like, oh, I can be anything, I can do whatever I want
3: yeah exactly it. that's the beauty and then yeah was some of the hardest parts is sticking to that character creation <laughs> um sometimes i have to align them with some of my actual personality so i, I make sure cause i'm just not a uh a evil intent person so it's hard for me to think of things like that on the on the fly but now nah, i mean i you're i think it's nail on the head and then same too for it's so wild because folks at at work kind of reached out and they were like hey uh you should check out stranger things. Cause you said you like D and D and you know, that's their first kind of connection to it. Uh, so I humored them. I watched it. Uh, you know, great TV show for what it's worth, but you know, so, some folks are like, Oh my gosh, so that's the Vecna. And I'm like, well, eh, not really, <laughs> not really, <laughs> you know, not quite, but that's, you know, their version of Vecna. So that's cool. You we'll know, just get them introduced. It, it, like exactly. And I was you like, know, well, and then I'll a
2: lot know. of these people that were like, you know, like, born you know in like the 80s and 70s are like yeah dude i remember D D, you know and so i bet it was a really cool for like i mean some of the older people yeah, to watch stranger things you know
1: case too with like the I'm demogorgon still... and the mind flayer like clearly yeah. that's not what they actually look like but yeah. the idea of like these kids are taking that game they love that they play every weekend or whatever and going i don't know that thing has tentacles and is weird call it the mind flayer
3: yes like
1: well oh, and so- it's cool
3: same too it's like every time they say that they're like oh is that this person or is that how this you know villain works i'm like well not exactly but they go that's what you do and we're like well yeah yeah like we i guess if you're asking it like that yeah we're the kids in the basement creating that tv show you know and those villains and how they work and how we're going to defeat them and you know what it is and there goes that connection oh i thought it was all elves and dragons and this weird stuff i didn't know that this one isn't the, you know.
2: Dude, a necromancer deck. is 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 yeah. the best antagonist in any, uh, you know, dragons are cool, but having some sort of dark magic is is my favorite, dude.
1: The best villains are ones that like, yeah, you have your cool bombastic final boss fight scenario. That's, that's your second bomb-
2: time using bombastic today. And it's I really like, weird. I like that. No, you word. haven't, you haven't said that. You have not said that ever
1: since today. I have, you just haven't been I'll around. That's joint. not
3: true. Mr. it's bombastic. my second time i've heard it today so. <laughs> i'm down
1: i just i'm bombastic today dude, you know what i mean stop <laughs> <laughs> no but like that's the thing like i think that's why i like you could go from the the giant dragon boss fight as like the final or just like yeah your main villain is a dude who uses magic that's it figure out from there go from there
3: i kind of agree with brendan lee mulligan i think the the best villains kind of like i think you know what what eventually starts to come out in my opinion of some of the greater DD campaigns is when people get the giggles out and they rp you know they don't have to, it doesn't have to be a good voice i don't create good voices we have it on recording so Dude, i i have yeah, like a
2: couple dream I, people to have in like a that like are people that i think could could maybe there's one that's a little far out my mom's pretty tight with matthew lillard and i just learned that he's a big D guy and that is like a future connection that i would love to oh, oh
0: hold, time out time out your mom's tight with matthew lillard yeah. yeah
2: and and um who's the bj remind me who's the guy the other guy that she we i went over to his house and it was really awkward oh um the Mr. guy. Mosby?
5: Mr. Mosby. Mr. Yeah. Mosby.
2: Yeah. My mom was like, hey, we're going to go say hi to uh, uh what's his Philip? Phil. Phil. Yeah. And and I go over and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Mr. Mosby. And my mom at the end, we're like, I'm trying to play it casual and cool. And at the end of it, she goes like, oh, you wanted a picture with him, right? And I was like, no, no, no. Please no, don't great. do this to yeah. me. Yeah, Mr. Mosby? Yeah. What do you, who is
0: that? From
1: Secret Life Phil of Zack and Cody. Phil Lewis from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody is a Disney Channel show. Oh, is that
2: the? Uh, I think I've seen that guy
1: in a meme. Yeah, like the yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, well, she just
2: has a lot of connections with her nonprofit, um, and one of them, like again, literally not even joking, like two days ago, she was like, "Yeah, I just left Matt Matt's house," um, and I was like, "Why haven't?" Because I've just been asking for him to do my uh, voicemail of him as Shaggy <laughs> being like, "Hi, you've reached Matt. and He can't get to the phone right now." Like, and my mom, again, told him, and he was like, I'd love to do that for him. I was like, I just, come on, mom. I just make the connection. I need to hang out hey, with him. So if we know. could, we should do something with some DM stuff with him. Cause he loves D&D, but I only just learned this, like within the past month. He's been posting stuff on his Instagram. I didn't
3: know that either. Y'all ever
0: seen SLC Punk? Yeah. Yeah. Banger. Banger. <laughs>
2: Did you watch the new the new Scream?
5: No, I'm still like... I still haven't seen it. Savannah watched it yesterday and she told me that she was watching it. And I was like, don't tell me anything about it. But I still won't sit down and make the commitment.
2: <laughs> Just do it. Fuck yeah. it, let's watch it tonight. Well, dude, I love what we've talked about with Traveling DM. It's been so much fun. I think what you're doing is great, man. Both you and Ezra. And Ezra and Lee. You know, sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, appreciate it. Um, Thanks. Yeah, we're trying <laughs> to keep it going.
0: Yeah, we actually have a few uh, dates coming up. I know. Uh, the- Dragon Con. We were trying to get some press oh, passes for. Let's,
2: I mean, BJ's got the connection with the hotel rooms with like 40% off. Like, we should get. We should definitely road trip it up together. That would be so much fun. Get some joining in rooms. Have a good
4: time.
3: Yeah. The two that I've heard about are DragonCon and GenCon are just the...
4: Where's GenCon?
3: Or the fantasy... Let me, let me look at my calendar. Uh, So DragonCon, Georgia. GenCon is in Indiana, August 3rd through 6th.
4: Those uh, aren't
2: terrible drives. No, especially, when yeah, is, the Atlanta ones... When is DragonCon? DragonCon... Oh, DragonCon is August is Dragon... 31st. August? Okay. And uh, DragonCon is the end of it's like goes to like august 31st okay. to september 2nd or something like that it's Those that, that weekend
1: six, yeah okay.
3: six hotels, four days or something like that five days of the most ridiculous Sheesh. stuff
2: Could but uh that, that would be super fun stops. to go together um yeah we should definitely
4: hey do, we can uh we can then. do
0: rooms that are next to each other but you know i just then when it comes to my bed anything that uh, you know crosses that threshold is getting chopped off all right <laughs> Just want to let everybody know. <laughs> can't
3: bunk. <laughs> I'm trying to hit those savings, man.
0: That's right. Hold a hole or nothing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Duct tape line down the
5: middle of the bed. Yeah,
4: dude,
2: we can't pass these pillows, man. I don't want to pass these pillows, dude. Unfor- I'm gonna have to bring my nose
1: strips or or something, cause. I am a snorer. I, I I've been told I snore. I don't know, but I've been told I do snore. I speak so. full sentences, dude. In BJ, 5, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god,
2: dude. When we when we watch <laughs> movies and you fall asleep, but s- full sentences. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable, and like like something will happen on the TV, and we'll laugh, and then like a second later you go. <laughs> and we look at you like <laughs> oh, like freaky. oh I thought he was asleep, and then we're like <laughs> no he's just asleep, and then somehow like
3: have just interacting <laughs> with us it's you're right before somebody else takes over you're, you're in between reality and the dream Let's go hear what's going That's right.
1: on in limbo What we, we're me watching dude. we're watching cyberpunk edge runners and like me and matt were crying our eyes out like oh my gosh so good and yeah. bj's asleep and then we're like oh that was so good that was so, bj's yeah, uh, that was really good i like that uh, <laughs> well because I, bj I actually... he works
2: late shifts at night um A lot of times he's just asleep into the afternoon, which makes sense. You just, your time's shifted Been over there. but, but we had you know, when it was time to get ready for podcasting on Tuesdays, we, I'm, he, I try- it's so hard to wake you up. So uh, we found the best solution which we just put our dog Lance in his room and Lance just goes and licks his piggies, his little, his, uh, his <laughs> nose and oh. it wakes him up immediately. It's so good. That,
3: yeah, that'll get anybody
0: out of bed. And uh, gently, because
3: you can't be mad at the dog. He's just being sweet. I would
4: exactly. he I would jump
0: out of that bed. <laughs> and Lance is be the sweetest sweet
2: as No, yeah, maybe you'd be like, up. oh yeah, baby, don't stop.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> having a good dream.
1: <laughs> a really good... Don't wake me up. <laughs> I'd probably leave. I'd be like, I'm gonna no podcast today. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm yeah. Wake up when you feel I'm like really it. good. It's weird. Yeah.
1: What
0: if what did my brother say yesterday? He said uh he said, "I'll be right back. I gotta go to my bathroom." You go to my bathroom. What were we talking about? I don't even know, dude. Oh, that day, my brother is a funny dude. Don't tell him that. Okay? Regretably, yeah, do, I,
2: yeah, I Don't I ever I was tell people that are funny is, but... that they're funny. Because <laughs> they, it goes to their head.
0: I I, I did do, I Edge do. Runners though. I loved it. I loved it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh.
2: So yeah good. so good that last episode yeah luke and i were, were crying and bj was just there and then it <laughs> looks like all right i'm gonna leave and then he's like okay man see ya. and then just goes to bed as
1: like we're like
2: oh my gosh like you,
1: she was supposed to go to the moon together i was so fucked up on the drive home like i i had to drive Dude, the, the next day i just like played maybe like 10 times yeah. Um, I really want to stay at your house. Yes, and that I phone was, was like, like repeat Sitting for
2: in in a room in in like dorms that I was installing door frames in and just like sitting, sitting looking at the ground thinking like oh
1: fuck dude. Dude, I was so like that drive home because it was so silent and I'm like I'm just introspective and just like Man, Night Cities fucking sucks. We can't have shit here. <laughs> <laughs> like like I lived there and I'm like oh this sucks and then immediately I went home and the next day I'm like I'm gonna play I'm gonna play cyberpunk and I literally I had a save file that was for the Adam smasher boss fight and I was like this is for Rebecca dude, dude.
2: yeah <laughs> for sure dude the other weird when we went home after watching the Batman movie which <laughs> speaking of sleeping <laughs> BJ fell asleep and, and Luke had to pee for the last hour. Yeah. And would just shake. He was like, He was shaking, like, like, shaking, shaking the whole, the whole row in with the his theater.
1: Because like, my, their, my like, leg was moving. Yeah. I was like, I was constantly, oh I had to gosh, take. But the
2: whole ride home, we just on repeat, listened to, um, what's the? Something, something in the, in the, in the way. way. Something in the way. And we're like, oh my gosh, it song's so
0: deep. <laughs> and it's definitely about meth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I yeah. Don't don't get me started on the new Batman movie. I, I just I just feel like there's just extremely missed opportunities. I, I I'm a fan too of RPAT. Pat. You know. I,
4: I'll yeah, stray. I, I just stray.
2: like that they went in the noir. Like I can do Batman noir
1: detective all day long. I mean, his be- some I of his best like stories that. are that, like Hush and Long Halloween, are literally just a mystery for the whole time where it's like, all right, let's. Like I like I like because yeah, Batman's cool when he's like fighting all his villains and like beating the shit out of people. But like I like the more silent. Well, that like, well, that's what makes him different. Is, yeah. he's, is he's you know you have all, you're surrounded by Superman, you know,
2: like a this you know an impenetrable man and all these other people's superheroes. But you know
1: he when Batman uses his mind as his power is pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean that's why he's the coolest nah. like of them just because like usually he's the smartest one in the room usually. Yeah, or at least the most thought, like my favorite was in the Justice League thinking. when
2: he was like I have contingency plans for each and every one of you
3: each like, and every one of you yeah <laughs> was, so good I was like so and that's what people I think like oh yeah Bruce Wayne's just rich and he gets all the you know his cool trinkets and gadgets I'm like you're missing out on he's extremely intelligent and that's exactly to your point like why I liked the detective aspect of it was yeah like you get to see that part of it which is you know not the Batman that you're used to just punching his way to victory.
0: I, I mean, I even got to give credit to Ben Affleck's Batman, which I thought. I, I uh, I'll get it out of the way. I don't really enjoy superhero movies to the you know extent that a lot of cut other cut people do. that out.
4: Do. Cut that out. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut out everything <laughs> on uh, uh, that.
3: Please. Like... Oh, we have to. We gotta. We can't miss our target audience. So. <laughs> right. Oh no, dude! But, uh,
1: superhero uh, movies are great. They're all keep keep I them coming.
3: Love it, I love, I love I everything, love everything I that love Disney Guardians of the, of the, of the Galaxy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like even Ben Affleck's Batman. I loved how violent he was. You know, like yeah. just these different aspects of Batman. That's that's great. It's different you know uh, uh, it's it's nice yeah, to did see you
2: watch um what's the the one with the red and the edgy batman is that that was out in like the 2000s what's the one with the red emblem beyond? on his chest? beyond no, batman beyond did you watch
1: batman it's beyond like, really like batman edgy just beyond? younger oh, I, know, yeah. I thought he was edgy though
5: i thought he was talking about thomas wayne
1: <laughs> i was gonna say thomas wayne batman <laughs> yeah that's edgy as shit yeah that you know, know, batman beyond super... i i
2: watched so much growing up um, so good. that was my so favorite good. like
1: I, keep, I still think, think to this day out. if they want to reuse Michael Keaton again after this Flash movie just have him be the older Bruce to a Batman Beyond. Oh,
2: that's such Dude, we got man, we got some good
1: We got great, great pitches. We have dude. great Let's Fucking, give our
2: pitches I mean, right now. Hire us. Uh, yeah. okay, we want we want the people oh, who do, do it, the boys. Oh, because are just
3: going to take it and not pay you.
2: Yeah, yeah. We want the people who do it, the boys to do a them. berserk with <laughs> with uh with either Carl Urban or uh who's the guy who plays Thad? Uh, Alan Richardson, th- yeah, yeah, as as Berserk, and then who did we say? Oh, the guy who does Vecna would be a great Griffith because he's got those good cheekbones. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Batman yeah, like- X Berserk. Am I am I hearing this correctly? No, no. We, what's our other
4: pitches? the uh, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> one berserk
2: Yeah, the, that we, yeah we talk so much about a, a live action berserk I mean, uh, what if be... berserk was
1: batman be i was gonna say bad, bad zerk, zerk. Bad zerk. Yeah, we have to do uh, the thing uh, is berserk, bat zerk exists somewhere in dc's multiverse now that they've uncapped it and there's... now
5: they can pay us to make the movie uh, Exactly.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> let's go
0: i will say about the newest batman so we don't you know, get our ideas stolen. I think that, I think that the the penguin should have been like a more integral role. I thought how they caught the penguin, an aquatic, you know, semi land, semi aquatic. You know, he didn't have anything to do with water. They caught him in a fiery car chase, Dude, and then to be, he <laughs> was out like, of his element.
5: But yeah, then, but then,
0: like, okay, you're you're gonna you're gonna flood manhattan you're gonna break the levees and there's gonna be water pouring in everywhere and you're saying you're telling me the penguin isn't involved in that had no hand in it like that is textbook i mean for god's sake and and the old michael keaton one wherever
1: danny devito was the penguin he was at an old zoo at the penguin like it's perfect like i mean I, I guess they were like Because he's technically not called the Penguin in the movie. It's just Oswald Cobblepot. Right. Like, they technically, they didn't give him a name. Same with, like... But is that because of like he's not the penguin
5: yet or is it because yes. of they want that suspension of disbelief well,
1: they, i, I wonder i wonder because they're gonna do a penguin hbo max show. how do you how do you feel about or... george clooney batman in like batman and robin i don't think about him <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay that's that but come on it's yeah.
2: got like, it's, what's the other one with uh poison ivy with uh that one's batman
1: with... that one's batman and robin and it's nope no. no, Batman and Robin is Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane. Is that the of, one with yeah. Seal?
2: The Seal song, Kiss from a Rose? Which is like, yeah. amazing, one of Ooh. Seal's best songs. Oh, Come great on, That goes so hard. Well, the, Dude, like the first Batman movie had a song. Prince soundtrack. <laughs> I feel like I just know who your dad is after saying <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah,
4: I swear. He
0: <laughs> loves that song so much. I opened up uh actually it's funny, I don't. it's so wild this got brought up. But I was opening up like this big ledger we have, you know, we have all the receipts, we have all the plans and everything in this notebook just for this project. And the other day I was throwing some receipts in it and I open it up and there is like an old seal CD in the sleeve. I'm just like, what the hell? Why is this in here? Cause like, oh, that is yeah. the plan. That is the plan. <laughs> no, like, like you put it with all these important. Why is this with important business documents? He was like, "No, I
1: didn't want." It is
0: from it rose. And the man didn't want to lose
1: it. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that works." <laughs> I need I, to- it. It kind of shocks me how how prevalent Batman really is. Because like when you really think about it, I'm surprised he didn't like die off in obscurity because of those movies, like the Clooney movies. I'm well, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Clooney was the the, well, the last what's one. What's interesting was, uh... is I feel like there was
2: just as many Hulk movies as there are Bat, or at least maybe up until like no
1: way uh... well, There Ang Lee's Hulk ba- until Batman
2: Begins. There's yeah. a lot, but before until Batman yeah. Begins, there's a lot think, of Hulk movies. But I then think you just realize
1: that... in every episode of the show. There, well, yeah. There's a TV show. There's <laughs> and there's the the one movie. There's there's like. Four different? There's, no,
2: there's, th- there's, three.
5: there's there's three.
1: There's definitely three. There's OG Hulk modern. Judges. There's no. There's there's <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Think the there like the seventies. No, that was a TV show. <laughs> what? Yeah, it uh-huh. was a TV show. But what was his name? He was the bodybuilder. Lou Ferrigno. Lou no, Ferrigno. is it Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: Whoa! Well, <laughs> we gotta get those sweet biceps, guys you're telling the me that didn't make any hulk movies no way They're, they definitely had to cash in on hey that.
3: man anybody who's competing against arnold schwarzenegger in their basement with their dad as a coach i'm just saying <laughs> no it's, man. It, it's, man. it's
1: it's it's one of those things where like i'm 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 sure sh- i mean i guess not super shocked but like the public perception of batman was that he was probably like a fucking joke after those you know uh <laughs> those movies until Batman begins. But, like, before oh then, it's like... Well,
4: what
2: was even that joke Batman movie with, like, the, the sh- bat shark repellent?
1: That wasn't that a was joke. Like, that was real. Uh, no, that's got to be... That's a joke. the Adam that West the 60s Batman. That's really that's how real it was? That's real. Yeah. Well, that, that, well, was, well, that was well, the... Like, I thought that was,
2: like... Princess yeah, well, Bride, where they talking know talking they, they right? were being funny. No, that's that's like golden no,
1: that's
3: age like, of comics. Yeah, exactly. That's like on yeah. our own. every every yeah. hero
1: was super campy. Ow, and like, yeah, tongue in Whatever. That was the oh, point. That's why Batman had yeah. a thousand yeah. villains. Okay, of every different oh, time. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. like, see, because my only knowledge of
2: it is watching it like six years ago. Thing thinking, this is a total joke, and I love it.
1: No, that was that was. That was not a joke. It's not ironic. That was just 100% how Batman was. Well, <laughs> wait, are you talking Batman, Batman
3: West... Robin or are you talking well,
1: Yeah, Batman, yeah like, like, like the original Adam West Batman 60s.
4: Oh, Robin. Robin was in
1: there too. And he was just like a little, you know, like young guy. And he was I mean, like, he, yeah, he, he, he Batman he, all right. Yeah, he was the one who had <laughs> all, the, all the, that's where the meme comes from of like the old jumping G Willickers Batman. I can't yeah, believe this. Yeah, exactly.
3: Oh my <laughs> God. Yes. My favorite. Holy Mamoranders.
1: Uh,
3: absolutely
0: wild. It's it's crazy to see how far that that's come.
4: Well, Wait, so a little that's bit of what
2: we were that... talking about with, like, D&D is it's interesting in today's, like, pop culture how much, like, because comic books weren't, you know, that was like a nerd and geek thing. But now having, how like, Marvel being one of the biggest IPs you know, with some of the yeah. biggest
1: movies. I still think to this day, it's Christopher Reeves' Superman is what kind of started that change. Because like, that was the first time I think people were like, Oh, this is, this is new. This is different. This isn't like a, your typical... Because beforehand... I mean, had... for
2: me, it was definitely, to-
1: uh, the, you know, the Spider-Man. Well, yeah, like, Total oh. Spider-Man was for like our oh. generation. I mean, that you know, to me was like, okay, superheroes fifth. are pretty cool. I think that was for our generation, sure. But like, when you look back on it, like, Christopher Reeves' Superman was still one of like, like, yeah. that's a classic. You know, and that was dude, different uh, at the time. Spawn?
0: Spawn, Spawn Man, dude. Uh, Spawn, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, Spawn? We just watched it the other day, Lee, the vampire guy. What's his name? Blade? Blade. Bumble- Blade. Oh, Blade. Yeah, okay. Blade. Blade.
3: I love Blade. Blade. The first
0: Blade movie is so, so good. good. We that's love Blade.
3: So good. Oh, yeah. So good. I remember as so a kid, good. I couldn't watch that. I was so scared.
1: Bro, same. My, par- my parents would let me because they're like, that's evil. He's a vampire. And I was like, Blade. oh, no, that's the scary. The superhero
2: landing comes from Blade. Ah, <laughs> so
1: uh, yes, the fist Blade, down. Blade, hero. Fist Blade is, down, is what started yeah. Marvel. Blade's what started Marvel. I will fight on that hill. Okay, okay. Yeah. To me, like this, that's the, the... Cinematic
0: universe.
3: That's what started cinematic universe. Marvel.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in the movies, because Blade came before Spider-Man, right? Yes.
3: Yeah, Blade is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but wait, is... is well, it's not part Marvel?
1: of the MCU, but, like, no, Spawn is... Uh, Spawn is...
5: Uh, Vertigo. not Vertigo. It's a, No, it's Image, Whoa. right? I don't know, it's changed publishers like three times. At one point it was Marvel.
1: Yeah. Spawn I know there's a Marvel Batman started. Spawn crossover, but
3: wait, when did, Marvel still uh, has uh, one of
1: the spawn characters. Yeah. What
3: when did the, that when movie? Out? Like
1: the, Punisher, the movie was out the, the movie was new oh. line cinema, I believe. Oh, there was a Punisher movie
3: before. Yeah. That Punisher movie was dope. When he puts the popsicle on, he's like most people, you know, when the tent he he's like torturing that guy. Man, I thought that guy was
1: what personally. did y- what did y'all think of uh, John Bernthal's Punisher, <laughs> dude? Oh, is that the newest one? I haven't seen. it.
4: Yeah,
3: the- yeah,
1: the the one from it. the Netflix shows. He's honestly like those Netflix shows are well, at least Daredevil really and Punisher. The rest of them are kind of so Daredevil. So wasn't
0: Daredevil
3: wasn't bad.
0: It. it I, dude, I, Iron I, Fist was I, I'm bad. I'm a huge critic. I'm I'm like uh, very cynical, cynical when it comes to when I come to my criticisms. And I actually enjoyed Daredevil, but I haven't seen The Punisher Netflix.
1: Punisher Punisher was was pretty good. I think I think it continued off of Daredevil really well. Dude, speaking of being cynical, uh, when we were hanging
2: out in Discord, I, one one night I was like, I think I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings, and Lee was like, Dude, put that up and we'll <laughs> watch it. So we watched the first one, and then we were watching. I think it was like we watched the second one, and Lee You're watching the know, standard cuts, right? like every time. Um, Every time, maybe, but but we we brought up the rings of power, and I was like, it got heated and, <laughs> in it, and That's but it was right. also really fun because like I could tell because I Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie, like the trilogy is my favorite movie, you know, top. I, I can't split them up; they're all three number I, one. I think the, But it was so much fun, changer. like watching it with people who I like. There, were, you know, moments that were like actually like you know the the moments that like a true lover of of that movie series would be like. Hold on, let me just oh, watch this. And, and everyone and asked, was silent during those things.
0: You, you asked too for the standard definition or the standard cuts. Yeah. And no. That. And, no. And, and, and I was like, oh my people. Oh, here we and in our so Discord, cool. I only, I only posted. There's like, there's like seven rules. That's it. And it's it, <laughs> one, one of the rules is, is no Lord cuts? of the Rings unless it's extended edition. Straight
3: up specifically Lord
0: of the Rings and there's no other like it's like no shitty music, no jam bands no Lord of the Rings unless it's extended yeah that's the yet. <laughs> oh God. dude hey I like the new wait, dude wait 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 wait, I think wait I to go back to what, what Lee said on hold on
2: hold on wait. we'll get, lead into it but the first <laughs> is what did you say Lee I actually really like that quote was that like you can't have two people agreeing or it's like redundant <laughs>
3: That was a yeah, that's an Ezra quote, but yeah, if you got okay, yeah, Ezra, yeah, that's your two quote. Two presidents yeah. of a company and they both agree one needs to go.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. The same applies in this podcast mm-hmm. about Dune. Oh my gosh, is this a point of? So retention? okay,
1: I I fully we're we're gonna kind of <laughs> spoil it, but like if you guys go back and listen to our Dune podcast, that that was a a week of build up for me and BJ, where Matt and our Get buddy Tyler had no idea that like of just the actual opinions on the movie. Well, like cuz Tyler and I we, we were like to- token a little
2: bit like in the movie theater and before and we were like the whole time we were like 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 hitting each other like oh my gosh, dude, this is the coolest, most amazing like a- movie experience we've ever had. <laughs> and then I we go outside, and we we went with like six people and we were all like this was incredible. Yeah,
1: everyone and, was like this is the best thing. Oh my and gosh. I didn't know this DJ was changed. silent
2: the whole time. And they get in the car because they carpooled. Me,
1: me, and, yeah. BJ drove me, so we get in the car, and I go, "Hey, you're kind of silent. What do you think of uh, What do you think of Dune?" And BJ, what were your words exactly? I said that was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah.
4: It was
2: like it was cock and ball uh, torture in the worst way.
3: <laughs> okay, so we might agree on that one. I I kind of have the same take as uh, as as most critical. Like BJ, that was only to set up me buying that next ticket for that second half of the movie that that, especially when our wonderful lady zendaya um oh god no
1: you mean her music video shots throughout the whole movie
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) for a perfume no that sparked a joke with us where it just became zendaya but where's zendaya because we had to get you know we have to reminisce like you know when i'm going through my, my eight hour work day and you know, I've forgotten to think of her and what her face looks like with those, you know, like blue eyes. Like, I keep I having weird dreams of it. Like, the, the
0: fucking ghost but, of Christmas past. He ah. I
3: mean, made a really good point, which is, let's say there was never a second film. That was actually not good.
0: It, could, that, it, could it stand it was alone? Could it stand on its own Exactly. Legs?
3: It, and it's cinematically beautiful. I agree with well, them. Like... You had me visually stunned. Audio is fantastic. I, so, I wanted so much more out of
2: Well, that did aspect. you guys see like the 1970s Dune?
3: One of is watching I, and having a very hard time.
2: Um, okay, no, I, I saw know, that I first. Like it. So I had such low expectations. Such low expectations. And
1: <laughs> I, I, I think the movie, so movie like going mind. experiences. Split it into part one, part two.
0: No, I just, like, Blade Runner, the way that Blade Runner is shot, you know, super far away, big on the foreground, super big on lighting, accents, accentu- accent, things like that. But, like, I know that in Blade Runner, like, the, you know, if you really go back and you watch that shit, like, so much of the scene is being thrown in your face and there's these huge, wide, long, deep shots. I mean, at least like BJ and
2: I guy. agree on that because he had not he hadn't seen either of of them the original or you know 2049 and yeah. he loved those
1: we double featured that one incredible night. that yeah
2: i just, I just yeah, feel
4: like double, the
0: old dude that night right. The old Dune was just so far up its own ass with that f- like camera style and film style that it kind of detracts from the original. Well, it definitely story wasn't the book, it you know? wasn't
2: made in in the age that was ready to be like told
0: well,
1: in that. So I I had the different uh, approach when we went to this movie theater because I I mean well you had seen Blade Runner before that right? Yeah, yeah. So I knew that it was directed by the same dude, so I was expecting art house pretentious this dude's making art as he would probably yeah, call right, it. Right, and I knew what to expect going in. So I was like, I know, I know to temper my expectations. I know at least to expect some really long shots of sand and some like yeah. music. So I was like, I expected that. So I walked away going, that was a really pretty good movie. Like, and yeah, I've also I, read the I book. I don't dislike it. So like, I don't I knew, dislike
3: it. Yeah. But it I was, think it was everybody who things, read the book. They loved it. And it's almost like, again, that expectation yeah you know, i mm. went in there without any knowledge and so that's where i kind of agree i was like visually stunning well, but i did leave
2: afterwards i read sleep. i listened to the books on audiobook and it's definitely one of my favorite like books uh fantasy books for sure um yeah, just because that. the author it's such a fleshed out universe that it it, mm. it makes sense in the world that they're in with all of these details um and minor details, you know, on top of it. Because that's what, like, makes or break. Even, like, the truest same with visuals. Like, minor details is, like, what the human eye can catch. And so minor details really can, like, sell authenticity.
3: Um, and the same was for the book. Um, I just thought it was incredible.
4: That, that yeah,
3: really... <laughs> when, what are sand dunes if you don't have people and plot in between them, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: and And, dude, that ties... So well into what we were talking about with Starship Troopers, dude. Gonna, go- I was going to say we, we haven't oh.
2: let into what we've been doing, but I wanted to talk about Starship Troopers. So you know, we, we we're, can just get
3: we're right acting into like it. like we do something cool, and then we're just uh. going down and down into the, into the ether. No,
1: Starship Troopers <laughs> is the first, like the first movie, is so good. <laughs> yeah, I it's so that. good. It's it's, it's so, so good. good.
0: But it, is a, I it. <gasps> dude, it is, like is a cult classic. I've seen it, dude. Starship Troopers is so good. Classic so good. I mean, well, like like the book like, it's like we were saying a second ago if you read dune and then you watch the movie you'd probably be like what the fuck?" and if you read starship troopers mind you this book came out in 1959 whoa Starship troopers 1959 if you saw that movie that got released in what was it 98 97 i think it was 97 if you read it and you saw the movie you would definitely be like
4: what the
1: fuck was that it... Isn't the, isn't, so the the movie's whole point is to be, like, anti-war,
3: anti, like... Well, it's
0: like, just when I was one, learning, one, it's, it's, it's an ad. It's one yeah, big propaganda big, piece. One
3: big propaganda piece. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing, every like,
0: visual, even when they're, even at the end of the movie, what people... It, you don't necessarily have to read the book, but I guess if you could just recognize it, like when they're like walking away, like, huh, seems like things really do work out when we're all together, like all three happy walking down. That's prop. It's all propaganda. The <laughs> yeah. whole thing is
3: propaganda. And, and they started off really well. Like, would you like to know more? Yeah. They yeah. Are yes. Pushing the you know, We need you. Uh, uh, we need with all kids, kids like, the kids holding the guns. Yeah. Oh, the parents are like yeah my kid's gonna be you know a trooper what do they call?" Them? i like i like it whenever i uh, gonna be in the infantry
0: they're stomping on the uh the cockroaches and that lady's like my part <laughs> she like does this maniacal laugh like it's a mother I, like I, it's just so perfect but but uh yeah I, I could totally understand if people read starship troopers and watch the movie and were like that's a, that movie sucked balls but then you know, in ninety seven, you know us being like eight, nine, you know, we watched a few years later, 10, 12, 13, you know, whatever. We're probably watching and be like, "Oh man, that was I cool, butt smashing!"
3: Yeah. Boy, so, so we were talking about Batman, and then you just yeah,
2: you just buy into the like what the joke is. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's like watching yeah. Star
3: Wars
0: Episode One. You know, like exactly, it, it sucks. Well, but when you're in the theater, when you're nine, it's height.
1: Yeah, also, wanna, hey, you you want about- to join? Join. The- <laughs> Can you repeat that? What about Star Wars Episode One? What'd you say? It it sucks. Oh no, no, it's tight. No, it's tight.
2: No, it Dude, we <laughs> did. We the, we had a great Star Wars Day episode, um, and it came down to we think Episode One is at least our favorite.
1: Their favorite.
2: Yeah, sorry, BJ and I's favorite, but two out of three votes. The quest yeah. Podcast
1: thinks. I, I, I still to this day, my least favorite Star Wars movies are Rise of Skywalker and Attack of the Clones.
0: Dude, Attack of, Attack of the Clones type movie. All I, three of the new Star Wars movies are. They're tied.
1: Unforgivable. Shut up,
3: Lee. You shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. you're not talking about. You're not talking about. No, I feel, like, I feel like. we brought this right. up. we no, 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 server. No, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to buffer between Ezra because you're going to get him on a. Oh, we man. we yeah. were huge. I'll say we still are huge Star Wars fans. Well,
1: um, I, I'm, I, but, growing up, I loved uh, the prequels, but like I did a rewatch to like for oh, like the Kenobi show. Cause I'm like, I'm going to watch all the Obi-Wan oh, stuff nice. for the show. And uh, episode one, I liked, uh, I still thought it was like a bit too heavy handed on the politics, but I was like, I still like this movie. Attack of the Clones is so fucking boring to me. Cause I'm like, okay, first of all, the romance is shittily written. And I use the word shittily very just because um, I don't like the the quote unquote mystery of like, I like the clone. Like the aesthetic of episode two is good, but I didn't like much of the stuff. the The final fight is cool, but I'm like, I don't care. I also I'm one of the people who doesn't want Yoda to have a lightsaber. I think it's just cooler for him to just be super strong in the force and just be like a space wizard. Despite being this tiny shriveled grape of a thing. And like and just in general I just didn't like that movie on the on the rewatch like rewatching it with like I guess modern sensibilities like I couldn't look past any of that. I'm like, "Man, I don't like this movie." But then uh, I, on the opposite yeah. end, Revenge of the Sith is one where it's like I watched all of Clone Wars awesome. and no matter what I can do, I always watch that movie with all of that context of I know that Obi-Wan and Anakin are brothers. I love the, yeah. ro- the romance between yes. Padme and Anakin yeah. now. And now with the, with the knowledge of, oh, he has Ahsoka as his Padawan. You've got all this like how much Anakin has pretty much been around the galaxy seeing all of that. The turn is so much like ha- more heartbreaking because of that context. I mean, if I would just watch the movie as is, I'm like, Anakin and Obi-Wan are like co-workers at best. They tell me they're <laughs> brothers. But... In all of episode two, all they did was argue and belittle each other. And then episode three, they're like, man, we're so close. We love each other. And I'm like, when? That's why I think Clone Wars is so, so, so needed for the prequel trilogy. I will will say that... For context.
0: Getting through one, two, and three... Uh, requires a lot of rationalization, self-rationalization for myself when I'm watching the shitty romance, when I'm watching the shitty voice lines. In my mind I'm going, okay, it's, you know, soon to be Darth Vader. He's struggling with his emotions. He's awkward. He doesn't, this is a transformative time for him that he's going through things that are ripping him apart. You know, he's having visions of his mother. I get it. I get like, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm miss. like, okay, all right, just, just, if I can groan through this uh, hate sand part one more time, I'll be off to a, a better part that I'll enjoy. I just got to get through this. So, I, 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 I
1: i, totally I agree with that, like, what you mean well and like like i said the aesthetic wise like the aesthetics of the prequel trilogy is some of my favorite star wars aesthetics like so i good. love i, I mean love we really Clone get the wars. best
2: lightsaber fights but yeah like i'm not by yeah. hands down well like we like the, and what actual jedi light. fights should look like
1: darth maul and whygon jinn and, and, so Jin and so obi-wan so is the one of the best the the revenge of the yeah. sith fight is hands down like especially emotionally driven it's like the music swells like everything about that fight is so fucking perfect
2: well they, they also like show Jedi in a really great way like as being you know Fast, you know, you, in episode one, you get speed uh, force jumping and force running
1: that we never see
2: again. Then we never all see
4: oh. cannon, oh, yeah.
1: like we get I mean, they're canon, but it's still funny. They, they we see them flash speed away, and yeah. like that's never used again, yeah, could have been again, used. You know? and then, yeah. We, yeah, and then we get it in
2: every single Star Wars video, video game, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, but I then we also get like you know. Like they're them like piloting spaceships or like any sort of. I, I will
1: say like, the the best thing about the prequel trilogy because you hear like uh like you know, Obi Wan say like he you know talk about Anakin. I was like he was the best damn star pilot in the galaxy. Seeing it is a whole other story where it's like yeah, Anakin is the guy, he is the guy. Like when it comes one. to piloting shit, he is the guy, and like it, I I love I love the small nods. Like when you actually start breaking them down. Like, comparatively to the, the sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy, at least the prequels had a, a plan and, like, a set, like, thing they wanted to do. Whether they executed it well or not okay. is up to the viewer. The fucking sequel trilogy was like, all right, we made one movie, and we're gonna pass it on to the next guy. Oh, shit, people didn't like that movie. Uh, course, correct, and make two movies in one for our last movie, and just throw a bunch of random shit on a dartboard and hope it sticks. I mean, and that it- was that. Like it, with I, I especially think it's with important, all this new
2: stuff. Oh, go on.
0: It it's just important to 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 say that in one, two, three, four, five, and six, only George Lucas could be held accountable for, you know, really the the universe. You can't I can't I can't say that for every bit of writing, whatever, but I mean it, ultimately he was satisfied with it and that's what he wanted out in the world. Whereas we have seven, eight, and nine and it's just like every other clusterfuck writing disaster well, that modern marvel. Well, did you is see crapping that recently
2: nowadays, the, like the new you know? who who's the the new show that's coming out called uh, Acolyte. Star- Acolyte. The the, yeah. per- the director was like, you know, like everyone thinks that Star Wars is George Lucas's, but that's not like oh like Yeah, I,
1: it made my oh, interest in that show go down so was, much. I was like, "Oh, fuck you." Okay? Cause I was hyped because I'm like, "Oh, we're getting a Sith main character, we're doing all this." And then it's like, "Yeah, um we don't pretty much just saying fuck george lucas and i was like no fuck that yeah so so that was the hard part Is
3: like i think one through six like yes you have george lucas and then you have him even coming out admitting like yoda was kind of like spontaneity uh and i i was fortunate enough i went to a museum at one point um and like got to see like original vader and stuff like that but i learned some weird things like one cool quirk is yoda's eyes i don't know if you guys know modeled after albert einstein
4: neat oh sick interesting didn't
3: know that didn't know that right i just found that out but one of the cool things is that this whole thing was made for han solo and chewy this all started out with without even luke and i think his his first stab at luke being a plot device the whole thing was supposed to be he loved his dog i'm pretty sure guy and his dog yeah a guy and his dog going on adventures and he loved his dog and it was all about rogue squadron it was all about him and his dog Chewie, going on adventures. I, I will, and so, I will never
1: forgive the fact that Disney canceled that Rogue Squadron show. Okay,
3: so exactly to uh, your point, Disney didn't only cancel that. that. So one through six, even with uh, is it James Cameron that did a lot of their uh, readings and writings or, or audio bo- no, books? No, um, like
1: for mm-hmm. what? For for the original stuff for, or, for, for, or for No, for,
3: for the audio so for the Disney stuff. The books? No, neither. So while one through six and even after they came out, people were writing novels and George Lucas would take those, read them. And if he I'm pretty sure the story's correct, I'm parroting it ready for the comments, whatever it is. But I'm pretty sure the he looped those into canon and put that, you know, hey, this actually fits in with everything that we're doing. And I will actually give the Star Wars a stamp of approval. And that's where you get all the way to – I learned about like the Yuzhan Vong, right? After the fall of the Empire in the Sith, you have to have another evil entity that comes from outside of the galaxy in a sense, and that is the Yuzhan Vong, which are anti-force because they're – i guess at the heart they're anti-technology and they like for instance they grow their ships they're about planet preservation you know life force so they're anti the force in jedi and in one new jedi
1: order series or was that past
3: that uh, well i just love all the legends stuff that was well and so one wild part that just kind of like stopped me and freaked me out was at one point in these series that i believe or at least i was told or have some sort of imagination that they were recognized as canon that we went back to all the way back to Chewie throwing Han on a ship as the Yuzhan Vong are bringing two planets to collide and Chewie fulfills his life oath and saves Han Solo the whole reason that they got together was that life oath and it goes back to Han Solo goes into another rogue squadron where he loses himself again and says, you know, screw all this. I'm pretty sure he goes back to his family, Chewie's wife and Chewie's sons, you know, say, hey, we're going to fulfill a life oath. Like all these, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying it, but like all this content came out. I think there was another video game like Star Wars, you know, 4022, which is supposed to go into like a prison planet or something. Well, there there was
1: Star Wars 1313, which was the Boba Fett game
3: yes yeah. well and they can't Well, then we also have like right? other yeah. great things, things that I shut out is all that canon uh, it,
1: like on, on one hand like i understand the idea of wanting to make your own canon because you pretty much just take off all that stuff and it's like everything's already done you pretty much just have to like in like as creatives i understand them going well we want to try to fi- do our own thing but at the same time just completely removing all racing not just like yeah
0: it's everything
4: well, I think it. Yeah. I think
0: it ultimately loops back to what we were talking about when we can take we can take you know movies and all this down to its face value, and it's when you and your buddies are sat is sitting around d and D board and you're role playing in your own time. You know, it's it's up to the dungeon master to formulate the story and the mood and the the tempo, but you know. It, the players have to reciprocate that, and there has to be some sort of RP, you know, but with then, my like, players. the DM
2: just says, like, hey, remember all those other campaigns we did and those one-shots? <laughs> not canon. No, they're not canon
0: anymore. <laughs> but, 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 but more okay. so, like, like, in my campaign, like, my player, I, I drew a shitty world map, it's horrible. And they were like, oh, hey, do you mind if I take a, a whack at this? I'm like, dude, please, go ahead, be my guest. And they drew this map that is just unbelievable, fantastic. And that extended universe of what I made, because the campaign I'm doing is all homebrew. Like, I just made it all. It's all my own shit. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And, And it's like that is what makes it special. Not just a room full of writers being like, well, what will people like? How are we going to, you know, make our yeah. money back? How are we going to, rather than like people that are writing these books and making these shows or whatever, and going to George Lucas and be like, Hey, do you like this? Can this be a part of it? Is this cool? You know, it's inspired. There's purpose. They, you
4: it, know, it's one of the
0: reasons greater.
1: why it's one of the reasons why my favorite star Wars era is still KOTOR to this day. Cause Bioware got full creative freedom to do what the fuck they wanted to do where it was like hey this is gonna be said thousands of years before the prequels so do what go nuts set the tone and we'll figure And like so they got to make a video game that was like all right we can have this super powerful player character who's like pretty much that that version of anakin where they're like so powerful they they can dabble in the dark side analyze like all this you know player character shit but make it make sense for that world. Like as a video game, obviously there's video gamey shit like the fact that, you know, you can technically do dark side and light side shit and do all this RPG shit. But like the lore of that, like the idea of like the Sith at their prime before the rule of 2 where it was like we can only have two of these guys. It was like no, there's Sith academies and different like like where there's Jedi Knights and like you know, jet what are the, what are the the Vanguards, like the yellow saber ones Vanguard. at the temple. You have yeah sith assassins and sith acolytes and all these different versions like there's not a sith knight they're not called knights because they're not they're not like good like that like all that stuff yes
3: and there's there's so many subsects and even amongst Mm -hmm. the sith there's agreements and disagreements and to your point make what is it you said bioware was it
1: yeah Um, bioware with with drew carbershop was like the main big guy for that one but yes
3: it's more bioware fit into the star wars universe rather than just take the Star Wars universe and make it fit into the new BioWare game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, like I guess I just go back to like respect. Um, man, I was getting it, it up. It is respect. Like, yeah, from the nineties to two thousand five, because I think like as we were talking, like Batman and Robin versus Batman Begins. What is that? Ninety-seven. That's eight years. What happened in eight uh, years? Yeah, it was two thousand.
1: Batman Begins came out in two thousand eight. No, wait, two thousand five. No, you're right. No,
3: yeah, you're right. Two thousand five. Never mind. No, it's the Google, man. Um, but so eight years. So I like Batman and Robin. Maybe I like I'll it ironically. Older. Okay, you know, there's there's uh, tongue in cheek <clears throat> in it. There's definitely some yeah. Goofy well, moments, it, but if if you look at those movies 90, as like a love letter no, to the okay Adam even? West
1: era, I'm, I look at it a lot better. <laughs> Whereas. Well, when you look at it and like, wonder, oh, Batman got too dark and we can't sell Happy Meal toys with, out of the Penguin, so make a I funny one.
4: one of those
3: Happy Meal toys, man. No, uh. Well, my thing is, don't I, give me started on some Happy Meal shit, those, dude. All those. There's
4: mugs. so many. The
2: there's so many memories from you know. every Happy Meal that I have.
1: Like, I had, I had every one of those Sonic the Hedgehog little game things. Oh, yeah.
2: some, some oh Star Wars game watch like, I had the Lord of the Ring ones. I had the what's the inspector gadget? Oh my god, dude!
4: Inspector I came up, out oh, with that. you can build it the body exists.
2: and the chest. It had the little flint and steel. Remember that gag? Like every single, like all the gags with the little the flint, like the lighter flint that would make the sparks. Oh, a little. Spark. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't do that. Then, yeah, I had the Lord, Lord of the Rings one. I I literally at my house. I have the Elrond. No, I think I brought it here. The Elrond statue, little figure. oh. When, so,
3: it would so makes me think I guess, too uh, sorry go ahead lee last little point was i always question whether i've changed you know and not the movies i think at, at a base level we're all talking about the same things like movies kind of just come for i gotta get in make at least an hour and a half worth of content and get out and that's where we're losing this the rest of the story like the connections that we make like all of a sudden just becomes a movie um yeah. I, it's it's also, I, I do question whether i've changed i definitely it, think
2: yeah. at least with like being friends with luke and bj has like the whole thing like i do notice of like an evolution in myself like we've been playing games like i've been playing like turn paste or turn-based rpgs and like trying to get into that. Like, we've been doing a play, th- uh, a let's play of Metal Gear Rising, which is like a, a beat em up
1: hack and slash. and
2: slash, which I've never played. And I'm like loving it. And having like people that give me different opinions about stuff has been so, and like different insights into things. It's been such a joy. Like, that's why I think it works well for us, is we all have different opinions about stuff and like passions about different
1: things i i want to bring up something you were kind of getting on to lee about like how movies are kind of made like oh i got to get like an hour 30 maybe two hours of content get it out whatever it's the same thing i feel with a lot of gaming nowadays where like every major triple a release is like it has to be a big third person action game cinematic like they're all kind of just doing variations of the same thing but then you go to like the indie scene and you get like a game like Hades oh, or you get yeah. like you get like um, uh Stardew Valley oh, nice. and Celeste yeah like there's there's this the uh, there's this other indie game coming out soon called Sea of Stars which is supposed to be like heavily inspired by Chrono Trigger and like Secret of Mana and shit and like you see stuff like that where like th- you can tell the like the passion is there whereas like and I'm not saying like games like God of War or like Last of Us or whatever are bad but when everything coming out is trying to be like them or trying to emulate that style you can kind of tell it's like well they they're doing this mainly for money and I mean, less something like,
2: like even like tv shows or movies that are trying to like do reboots or other stuff like I'm you know, so sick of reboots, reboots of, of good reboots I want you know any good quality but it's just it's hard when I see it so much of, like, I, mean, I can I, tell that they're trying to... I you
1: know, say I'm sick of reboots, pulled. but then the Metal Gear 3 reboot's coming out, and I'm gonna fucking buy that on I day
2: one.
0: On the same hand, you're telling me that there are three fucking Ant-Man movies and no Constantine 2?
4: Oh my gosh Oh my gosh That's what we've, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we've
3: been Yeah, yeah I yeah. About. We just I, saw that Yeah we've we been, saw Yeah. That. So No but you're what? So okay oh, I love it Um, I freaking love it <laughs> So you're 100% right Like we've commoditized What movies are They're no longer the bigger story And connecting you And trying to be Respectful to the content Maybe it's the cash grab Just to get attention But still these guys are hidden Freaking two point five million at the box office. Like, can mm-hmm. you blame them? So, what hits to us is authenticity. I don't care so much for, you know, somebody on recording, maybe not being able to tighten the grip and the weapon, but <laughs> it's the the time that they spend with me is more authentic. Like, they care about me and my interests, which are broader than just watching a movie. So, I can kind of see both sides, you know. And how do you appeal? to millions of people part of that you kind of just have to take hot topics right and and repeat them but exactly to your porn to your point point there we go here's the authenticity exactly to your porn uh throw in your <laughs> handle here uh we can see people's feet at the click of a button um all right we can cut that one out but uh <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but like with that like we've we've now like marvelized these things where you know almost marvel's just ready to pump things out same thing that you said to video games like i remember high on life like oh my gosh the content the hilarity yeah i love that game until i was done with it in an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and there's no replay value and i'm like okay let me take a step back and think i'm okay with paying i think it was like a full 60 dollars for that game if they if that was a cool tv shows type of first attempt at a video game and they needed to g- garner you know me playing it and loving it and saying okay now you guys should really focus some energy on making a great game because they could have bought the the heck out of that thing and turn that mm. that on that well, was I so think cool it, such a cool concept but good yeah, good example of
1: just dead. that is uh obsidian's outer worlds where it's like all right here's a kind yeah. of Kind of your your their spiritual successor to New Vegas, but it's a space RPG, It's you can tell it's still an indie title because they, they didn't have the backing of a big corporation, they didn't have anything, but now they have the sequel, and this is under Microsoft, with Microsoft money and all this stuff, where it's like, well now I want to see what you do with this, because the Vegas. first game's good exactly. in the context of it's technically an indie, the second game is going to be a first party, big AAA experience, you're going to judge a bit differently there, you know?
3: And, and what happened to you know i'm a huge fan of True. of halo one and two that was like my mm-hmm. introduction to video games i mean what happened to them they they matched call of duty you know we could talk about destiny but all of a sudden you know they started getting uh some, we're, we're gonna upgrade these loadouts now and you'll work in an experience way to get to these upgrades you know we're gonna, so, we're gonna add I,
1: sprinting and stuff to reach and whatnot
3: and yeah and You know so you kind of remove this like Halo 2 where it's like man rockets are on respawn none of us start with that this is BRs and pistols and here we go to all of a sudden I have different loadouts and different power ups and I'm kind of fitting more of the genre of first person shooter more so than Halo Halo yes yes okay Um,
1: it's as much as, as much as I know, like it's, it's had its ups and downs. Halo Infinite kind of starting with that, where it's like, it's back to basics. Every multiplayer map that's like a standard is just pistol and rifle. And then you have to pick up everything else. And yeah, you can have your fun playlist where it's just like, let's just randomize the shit and go ham. But like, that's for that kind of, I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling goofy tonight. Let me do something crazy versus like, yeah, that traditional, You got to go find the weapon and it's on a respawn and if if someone's got the weapon they've got the weapon and you your option is either to kill them and take it or wait for the respawn like yeah Yeah. i I agree with you because like halo halo four and five as much as i they look pretty they're not halo to me in the
3: campaigns i love them to death right because i'm still Mm. getting more of the story but i won't i won't play the multiplayer and then yeah same for the destiny you know it's just not my bag but but i came from you know the argument of button combos if you guys remember those bxr baby um lxr shout out yeah lxr for those bumper jumpers uh we know we're still here uh what but like that type of thing the old yeah, old halo thing, had, yeah, had some
1: specific like like button combos where like you would you would use like a shotgun and then it would immediately like switch over to another gun it was like a whole there's a lot of these like technically Super i guess we bug. yeah, yeah and it was they're, just they're explo-
0: little- Exploitation. It was, it was, an, yeah. it was a, uh, a reload animation exploitation. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah.
3: So so what you're doing, um, let's say... Like it, if you quad the, shot? Yeah, quad shots. I guess the most the easiest way uh, to open that door for anybody who doesn't know is if somebody has a sword in Halo and they're very close range, or are within the target, that is uh, scary. Right? It's a scary position to be in unless you have a battle rifle because as they're charging with you at the sword this exploitation of melee cancel out the melee and shoot them is actually faster than the animation the animation
2: a sword of, of, a, of a of a, a
3: sort of attack yeah. yep oh yeah so okay. what you're doing is you're canceling out the visual animation of you meleeing and then shooting and what you're doing is a quicker response of completely neutralize their shields and shoot them in the head faster than they can one-shot you with a sword so then you can go down to super bouncing i mean it, when you and exploit that, that it was the like... right way, let's say with a sniper rifle, and if you had a sniper rifle and sword, I could zoom in from you across the map, use my button combo, and exploit myself to where, even though I'm zoomed in with a sniper, rifle. you know, rifle, Lee, I'm, you
2: I'm you do so love like these exploits and uh, and
0: cheats, love them. don't you love them. Oh uh, man, that uh, was I guess. dude the rocket the rocket jumping and the, ro- and the rocket and rocket sword glitch, dude. Oh
3: man and Sword Glitch, Super Bouncing. I mean, that, so so there was the I first like, art. Early, I early Halo is... was a was
1: a whole other breed of video game, I feel. Yes.
3: Well, like, well, even it's, like,
1: it's you guys like Lee is saying. About...
0: It, it's it's very it's very on key with what Lee is saying, is that, you know, they, they're they starting to become more Call of Duty-ish. You know, it's not, it's not the Halo 2, the big lobby, wide open, super easy to navigate, no bullshit, just you and your boys. That's what it was. I mean,
3: so... I, I don't know, MLG first started coming out and that's maybe, maybe I'm just, I was just a kid and it was, it was profound for me, but that was like MLG came out for Dr. Pepper, put themselves on a Dr. Pepper bottle, like Master Chief is on oh, MLG, Dr. Pepper, dude. are you kidding me? So we would, yeah, man, we're looking at these tournaments, we're watching the Walsh Brothers, uh, Ogre 1 and 2, Lil Poison, you know, I'll throw shout outs if you guys want to watch these highlights, they do these button combos in tournament. So all of a sudden, at the pro level, these button combos become your arsenal of how you're differentiating yourselves as a top tier player. Is that, that a that sword? Mean, to I mean, a pro? I
2: started right when my my dad passed away. I like you know, I I started watching a lot. Like I mean, just hours and hours of um, games done quick um, yeah. streams, and I was you can like, get I, lost in those. I did. I we, mean, we it was we like therapeutic for me. It was so therapeutic because it was like I was able to like again, you know, super depressed. And so like I I was able to watch games that I loved, but really quickly and but done and, quick. Yeah, done quick. And <laughs> done I was like, quick,
1: this, is, this is so perfect. So oh, this sounds like I a watched. genius idea.
2: Let's make that. Dude, it was it was it was so therapeutic, but I learned like so much stuff because I would be like Oh my gosh, there's this like whole thing that I just didn't know, you know, when I was like 13 years old playing a game that I didn't know existed and now going back to it apparently there's this like whole science between some frame perfect things and button combos that
1: i just had no clue of and it was so yeah it was it was a well it works even better for the games of those times cuz you couldn't just patch those they were just like oh they launched without- that was it yeah, Too launch- bad. so like it. speed like speedrunning mario 64 is cuz like well that game has a lot of exploits you can fuck around with i mean like yeah like wind yeah. waker sunshine it's
3: Oh, Uh. you're getting back to when you watch those and all of a sudden you're an hour and a half in, they hit a speedrun, they go, oh, shoot, I got into this cutscene and I tried to skip it, but I just hard-locked myself out. So they have to turn off the NES, blow into the cartridge, put it back in. I mean, it was a different world back then. It was just a different world. Like... Where
4: these it is true,
2: like especially like thinking of nowadays of like games that have terrible launches, but then get fixed later. Yeah, you get fixed later, it's like games did not have. Yeah, they did not have that option. It had to be like play tested and it had to be ready to be finished because people were gonna put that disc in to their system and that was gonna be the final game.
1: That's why, like I. I've been loving like the Final Fantasy 16 like developer stuff because they've talked about how they kind of hate that that's gaming nowadays where they were like yeah our game's not going to launch with a patch because we're going to make sure it's perfect on day one so there's not going to be a day one patch because that's how Final Fantasy 7 through whatever launched at we're not doing patches that like like that that sucks and like the fact
4: that yeah yeah, like
1: the, the fact that that's a thing that they have to say and it's like oh that's not standard like that's that's a that's a special thing now. Is that that's like, your game is gonna to launch in and your game yeah, not right. gonna be a piece yeah, of shit? Like, wow! Like the fact that that's a marketing push. Like I'm I'm super hyped for FF16, but the fact that it's like, damn, I got excited because y'all said no day one patch. You know what's kind
5: of ironic well, about well, look that? what
3: happened to Cyberpunk too.
1: What the
5: company that we associate with not like patching on day one or whatever is always Nintendo. But they were really the first company to ever do that. Really? How? And when Donkey Kong sixty four came out, there was a game breaking bug that they couldn't fix before launch. So with every copy they included that little controller pack just to Whoa. delete that bug essentially.
3: What? Damn. Yeah. So they patched it into the controller pack. Yeah, they, 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 made it,
0: they made it uh, they made it they made it to insane. where you had
3: to have an expansion pack, I thought mm-hmm what You're talking, you said Don- donkey kong 64
1: yeah yeah that's the one it's in, it, honestly going back to those games like the fact that there are games where it's like yeah you have to have the nintendo 64 expansion pack to play this game where you can't save it like i've i've played games where i'm like i'm leaving that in 64 on every day because i don't yeah. want to lose my save file oh,
3: <laughs> oh yeah when you don't have a memory pack with playstation oh you that hey on quick over that. quick question for
2: you guys what was your first gaming system
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
3: Mm-hmm. Wait, like yes. that I played on, or that? that you had that yeah. you first? Played,
1: maybe, maybe
2: like had. So, like what your parents got? Because yeah, you he, know, a lot of us played like at friends' we,
3: houses.
1: Yeah, or at like a friends' house. But my friend bought one- the game Game Boy over to school.
2: Yeah, what's what's like the one you had
3: that you started forming your gaming experience on? It
4: was, a, that
3: was, a, that was mm-hmm. a, a Nintendo original.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, Nintendo NES, just straight
3: NES. Yeah, that was that was no, sorry, mine as well. Nintendo NES. Game Boy.
0: Oh, the oh,
2: Game, Game Boy. No, Game no. Game mine.
5: Mine Game was Game NES, NES, NES straight up with like
4: Mario and Duck Hunt and shit. What That's, was yours, B. J.? Okay, that. Mine was a Sega Genesis hand me down. Dang, and yours. Woo! Uh, Bye. Yeah, the I first one, the first oh,
1: yeah. one that yeah. I owned was an, was a, was I think technically a uh, an N sixty four, but I remember getting a Game Boy before I got that. But I I it's the timeline's so weird because yeah. it was very similar times. But I want to say it was N sixty four Christmas when I when I lived in Hawaii.
4: What you been yeah, right. in
1: Hawaii? Yeah, that's I've the have Never heard this. Oh, I feel like I've it's told like, you this. I know about you when you got sent to the ranch. Yeah, I got sent to a correctional facility down in Memphis at a ranch. That's a whole other can of worms to Good. open up. We've, all, up. Been that's yeah, yeah, we've Hawaii, all been there. Way far away. We've all been to the ranch. We've all been to the ranch, right? Yeah, I'm 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 the the way, ranch. Right? I know. But I've been like, up no. in Arkansas under extreme
0: circumstances before. It's not that big of a deal, guys. But
1: it was it was in '64 in my first because my my cousins all had them and like I I've played games there. The first game I ever played, like with my own two hands that was mine, was the Duck-Dodgers N64 video game. Okay. That was the first one. But, see, I- I-, I Isn't had that like- that game, game hard games. as hell? Yes! I never beat it as a child because I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? They didn't help you, there was nothing going- I'm like, what I'm the supposed fuck? Supposed duck and dodge.
3: Fuck you. And <laughs> <laughs> the title, man.
1: Yeah, I guess. Dude,
3: I
2: I waited so long. I played so many different consoles on, at so many friends' house, and then I finally, when I was like eleven, got a GameCube. And ugh.
1: GameCube is so good. And oh, I hate man. that it didn't so, sell as well as it apparently should have. Like, dude, and it felt also like,
2: it was like a supercomputer compared to every other gaming system.
0: I remember I mean, you know me do and do my brother nowadays. My, my brother and I, our birthdays are like three days apart. Lee and I, his birthday I's birthdays are actually two days apart. Dude, but and then uh, their birthdays are also like
2: six days before mine it's wild what the yeah yeah. Dude, yeah but, but yeah, uh, I, like I remember, remember i was
1: you me, and, me and me so and my we're just gonna brother. do one big cookout for september for yeah, everybody the, yeah huh? we should do yeah. we're yes. in your backyard let's go yeah you can Dude, come oh, y'all did you tell them about uh carmen's birthday party
2: yes yeah they came the week after because i didn't because it was the first week of ren fest mm-hmm. and they were there and we were i was like hey if you guys want to come around they were carpooling so they couldn't so they went the second week but I told him, yeah, we we're doing a Mario Party birthday. And- Bro, it was
1: it was so fun, fucking hot, holy shit! It um, wasn't that bad. I had okay. To be fair, I had this Bowser like face mask thing <laughs> that like immediately was yeah, off. Yeah, we did a bunch of like active. Act- I uh, to be fair, yeah, I didn't have to participate. Yeah, because
2: you're the ref. Exactly. The whole time. So I, that is extremely unfair for me because I was like the. No, ref
1: it's not that bad. We're all running around. You're just kind of oh with, with a whistle, just going. But, yeah. <laughs> no, and then and then Lee is like.
2: Last week was like I want to go camping so bad, even though he went camping the week before. And he's like, "Mac, let me
3: come over to your place to camping." I'm bringing just, yeah. I'm just literally gonna pitch. you my walk day. out your back me.
1: door? and You just see a
0: couple neighbors out there.
4: <laughs> 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 it's
1: like the Home Improvement. You just see Lee just peering over his tent, just only nose and
0: eye. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, Mac? Uh, I think actually for that that Mario Party. Uh, that was after the Ren Fair, And I know me personally, and I prob- I'm probably speaking for Lee right now, too. After the Ren Fair was done and over with, dude, I was, like, so done with, like, everything. I just wanted to sit in my no, chair and yeah, it makes sense. I just was thinking, just like, I'll just invite him. The, yeah, I, I appreciate the invite. I totally Well, do. I mean, but it I worked like, out the next
2: weekend when we just had, we grilled some, uh, some bratwurst and had, honestly, a terrific time.
1: I'm glad to know there's more people that I can talk to about who've had Matt's cooking that I can just be like Matt's Matt Matt chefs it up in the kitchen dude yeah come on we'll
4: we'll
1: we'll
2: do something else fun uh next time yeah a little
3: bad but yeah your love for cooking we'll leave
1: that's honestly like like, I love hanging out here but I'm gonna be on I I would be if I I didn't say that my one of my favorite
2: parts the talks but you stay for the I stay for the food yeah because like I'm like oh Matt's cooking let's fucking go compliment if i yeah, we're doing
1: jambalaya tonight
0: i'll tell you that
1: i've heard great things about this jambalaya recipe so i'm about to i'm about to eat some good shit tonight mm-hmm.
4: it's gonna be that's uh
0: that's actually how we do it too uh with with uh well lee and i's D group and then my D crew like we'll like make it's like a day you know like we'll get together mm-hmm. we'll you know have some imbibements we'll have dinner you know it's like it's like a whole it's like a gathering that's that's the important thing is the the
1: connection yeah at the end of the day like yeah like we we love doing this podcast but this podcast is like an avenue for us to just hang out and like be friends it's it's true like in my
2: adult life it's been so important about the community around me um yeah both bj and luke have been lifesavers honestly
1: um, like this—that's been probably one of the best things. Cause like I—I I met Kevin first, who's you know their roommate. Yeah, yeah, like, they met Kevin. Yeah, so Kevin—I met Kevin first, and Kevin was like, "Hey, do you want to come by?" Like my, my buddy Matt. Well, it was my sister, cause Matt used to go to the church that <laughs> there. My sister was that's like, "Not hey, you what Matt? I thought
0: you were gonna say that Matt." When you say <laughs> no, Matt and no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. you're so mature for your age. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <up. laughs> Oh no! Hey, um...
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway uh my sister had told me this (laughs) gotta put that in there um she had told me like you and you and kevin's roommate matt look so much alike and she showed me a picture and i'm like i mean not really but we got glasses and and facial hair that's it yeah and we're overweight (laughs) uh but like i i finally like kevin was like yeah you should come over like matt would be super like you guys would like Vibe well with each other, or whatever. And I was like, okay, sure. And the second I meet Matt, it's like, oh, dude, you like video games? Yeah, totally. Yo, you like The Witcher? Dude, The Witcher's great. And like from then on. Yeah, and then we
2: met at House in India, and it was the trio. And I and brought BJ
1: was... to House of India because I'm like, yo, get out, get out your house, come, 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 hang out. And and, and that was, was how the the crew perfect. started. I mean,
2: that's what our intro is: is three wayward, nerds, wayward nerds meeting at the, meet house, at of the India, house of India. Destined to be friends and we and so we and did so we did
3: yeah so i mean that's similar to us each you, you guys put off good vibes um and similar to you it's not just shoot all the things we've been talking about it's not surface level you guys seem like really cool dudes um especially how you're i think you put it really well as like surrounding yourself with the right community mm-hmm. like part of it is finding out that that community is bigger than we think and being able to make those connections, I mean, just how we met you and, you know, kicked it off. It's like, whoa, these these guys are not just, you know, really cool on a surface level. They seem like they're jive dudes and then getting to hang out with you and connect with you. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Um, I think you put it best, Matt, too, is to hear some different opinions, see some different lifestyles and um, just to be able to relate and, like, find out that, oh, shoot, they want to help, like, promote this type of community and just people having a good time being appreciative of each other you know trying to figure out avenues of hanging out like that's what makes the world go round isn't it I'm sure that that, yeah, yeah
4: totally and, and two,
3: too
0: it's like you, you know when you go to oh
3: hello I can oh, talk I'm, like... I'm i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry
0: but like <laughs> but like when it comes to like you know going to a place like mtac or something, you know, or the Ren Fair. Your, your, your expectations to, like, meet, mm, I, I say this lightly, like, normal people, you know, isn't usually the highest.
4: Mm-hmm. And then there's I'm some
0: sure. odd birds out there, you know, and it, and it is nice to interact with those people. It's good to, you know, get to know how, it's, just, it's a good human study, you know, yeah, if you want to say Yeah,
2: for sure. It. I mean, that was, like, our whole thing was, like, let's let's interview some some not normal
1: people. <laughs> Like, well, we like, our, our original plan was we're, we're gonna like just like microphone in hand just go up to people and be like hey uh we're like we're gonna ask like random like obviously like what the point like the point of mtac like oh yeah anime how do you like one piece all this stuff and yeah. then like bring in random ass questions of like so uh as an anime fan the amount of showers you have well, how would you say like on a scale of 1 to 10 how many <laughs> yes. showers you take throughout the week like, like we were gonna get weird with it and we were like let's not do that let's
4: not. yeah no right but wait that we ride I... with
3: Did I see on your podcast? Like at the end, somebody's like, "I'm an ambulance." We do, (laughs) and I'm like, "Yeah, there
4: we
1: go."
2: There's there's some impact flavor. I'm an ambulance. We're like, and I look back and I'm like, "Mm, "Well, that's (laughs) impact for you."
1: I still lose my mind to that dude crawling on the floor.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude! So (laughs) there's this. We don't have it on the video because it was so dark. But we were there at the opening ceremony, very back. We set up before like everyone came in. We get like a, a you know like a montage of people walking in. And as it's happening, a guy walks out of the aisle and sees that we're like recording video down the middle aisle and gets on the floor and starts crawling under (laughs) camera and and i I see this and i'm laughing so hard and then i turn the video camera down to look at him and i follow him and he gets up and turns around and sees that the camera is right on here and gives me a death stare like (laughs) like, and and i'm laughing at like as it's happening and bj's like Dude, oh my gosh, this
1: is—we were all dying because this dude, like, like he got up and like quickly just head turned and like just stared down. Man, yeah,
3: because I was like, this is hilarious. Just look at this guy crawling. (laughs) Absolutely, I think our one of our first times we walk in and we don't even get through the front doors and somebody falls flat on their face doing something, and the entire crowd just goes. Ooh. Ooh. and Ezra and I, we can't keep it together. We'd <laughs> oh, laugh, man. I'd laugh at Ezra if he fell flat on his face and everything. Oh, so we we just bust out and oh, we're not that even was... the front door. Oh, that um, was our,
0: that's the story of our 1st MTAC, right, Lee?
3: Yeah, that's dance oh, party, boy. Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. but yeah, there's a little but dance like party going on. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, there's a lady, oh, there's a lady God. dancing in crutches. She's in crutches! Oh, <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm I'm a kid in a candy shop, right? What? Yeah, a dude, video. Well, DJ, video. DJ, DJ
2: video. Met, so they, met the so-called terrorist. Uh, uh yeah. what, How did
4: he oh, yeah. do that? I, uh,
5: I was at the M-Tech rave like this year, and I was already way too blitzed. <laughs> and uh, I, I get in without the pat down, because I had that press badge on. You I'm, held it like a up shop. to yeah. her face. She extended the thing right out to her nose, and she was like, oh, your press go right in. <laughs> and so i'm walking through the crowd trying to figure out which way is up because the lights are flashing and i'm already very dizzy and then um this guy stops me and he goes hey man you want to watch the mario movie and i look up and he's got his phone up in the air and i thought he was recording but it's just a mario movie on there and i was like we're we're here to dance what are you doing and he was like you want to watch it and i was like just give me your discord and send it to me so he does and then I log in a couple weeks later, and uh, the only thing in our chat is that Mario movie. But I get a message that's like, this user is a suspected online terrorist.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> he, got you. he baited you in uh, with that Mario uh, movie, dude. That's right. Yeah, I was
5: like, I need to get this out of my contact list. You're
0: Chris <laughs> Pratt. That is wild. Yeah.
2: Is there uh, anything else you guys have uh, been up to recently that you want to talk about?
0: Well, I went I went over to my buddy uh, Garrison's house who's actually who, who's actually one of my players. And uh he
1: put me on to a little game called Diablo 4. Oh, I've been meaning to get into it. Just Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and then the FF16 demo came out today, so I have not had time to play it. So well, uh, one of the
0: well, we've talked a lot about like you know what we want, what makes games, movies good, you know, heart, soul, whatever. One thing that Diablo did that just completely blew my nuts was, ouch, it has couch co-op. Wait, really? Yes. Uh, so we were just chilling just having some imbibements and just i mean just like back in the day you're playing that hunter the you're playing hunter the reckoning with your bros back in the day all together on the same screen just walking around destroying shit it was so much fun
2: that is good to hear compared to what they the last thing that they put out which was uh, that terrible immortal
1: yeah Oh, Diablo yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say Overwatch 2. That's the worst one they put out. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they said
0: uh, wait, what? You said
1: 2 is the worst one? Overwatch. Look, Overwatch in general oh, is I you general fun. Uh, no, no. Overwatch. I you said Diablo 2. I was like, "Well, <laughs> Like, like friendship's about to be over real quick if <laughs> yeah, I, I like, say oh, 2 whoa, is whoa. the worst Cut one. No. Please the,
4: podcast. We, we're 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 done the here. voice channel. <laughs> 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 but
1: uh no uh I that, don't play like that.
0: It's been <laughs> yeah, but no, it was it was actually it's been such a good time. And uh, what was I what what was the other Overwatch two man just absolutely dreadful, shameful.
1: I'm just I'm just sick of like, I'm just sick of like Blizzard using Overwatch as their PR thing at this point because it's like, oh like anytime they want to have good PR they'll just like all right we have a dartboard of characters and a dartboard of diversity throw two darts see what hits and then that's hey guys that they, they always are just like like
2: if why they always bring up like that it's a good place to like somehow that it's a good place to work when it's like we know that it's not it's not yeah well, like stop the, trying like they, you just don't bring it up
1: it, it won't come well, to my attention. when when bobby kodak came out and was like actually uh all the stuff that came out about us all false i think people just hate me because i'm jewish i was like you're a piece of shit. Hey, they uh, there was stolen it. breast milk out of uh, the Blizzard headquarters
0: too. What, Did you guys what hear the fuck? Yeah, I
1: didn't the whole, hear about this. <laughs> That's some homelander mm-hmm.
0: shit. <laughs> that is some <laughs> homelander <Literally>. shit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, like over—I don't know—Overwatch 2, with the whole diversity thing. Yeah, you could say that, but I mean, you can still do that. Like you're—you have a fantastic platform to you know do well, something like, like that. I, I, but doesn't like, mean Apex that people is a won't. Great
1: example. You know? like Apex. Every time they've done like. Ooh, look at the diversity, it's always felt like genuine because it's like, well, yeah, from the get, the character was made with that in mind. They didn't just be like, oh, shit, uh, EA did a bad quick look at our, our list of characters we have. Uh, you, you're by now, like, yeah. like, from the it, get, it, they it, go, it, this character is built with that in mind, and then they're just
0: realizing. Like,
1: like what you're saying actually makes perfect
0: sense with the Overwatch 2 thing. Is like, oh, you still hate these mechanics and this still sucks. Like, oh well, here's some new diverse skins and characters uh, instead yeah. of like fixing the core issues of the game.
1: Well, like they just took out Pv is a PvE, right? They, there's no they just PvE modes. It, yeah. And yeah. then, uh... and, and then, then, then Bobby, at the showcase they show. Like story mode stuff and other th- a bunch of shit that like and man. the characters that have already come out. Yeah, yeah. like they they did all this stuff. Bobby Kotick had his shitty interview where he's like, actually, we're not a bad company. And then they go, by the way, guys, Farah lesbian. She loves bitches. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Every just time. make a good game. Yeah, like just make a good game. At least shut up. At least Diablo can come out and be like one of their most su- high best success stories. With obviously the caveat being. There's really shitty microtransactions in it, but you can ignore those at least. Like at least when you, when you're playing Overwatch you're just like, "Oh, I'm playing Blizzard's be like PR uh like s- PR saving grace."
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: I will say Diablo 4 the only like shop items are cosmetic.
0: There is no as well, far as I have observed. Is everything there's no to win.
1: Isn't everything in that game also you can transmog it? So even if you get like skins from the shop it's like well yeah but you're gonna get new gear anyway so it's pretty much just the aesthetic right
0: yeah there is an entire transmog system where if you like uh salvage an item then you get the skin for it which is yeah. really cool but you could oh, that at any cool. more, more games need to do transmogs
1: <clears throat> more that,
0: games that need started need
1: that.
0: i mean maybe it didn't start but that is extremely prominent and uh current up-to-date or what is it retail world of warcraft because I, I play world of warcraft as well i haven't in a, a long time but um there's the an entire transmog system 14 oh yeah final fantasy 14 oh they're definitely a big transmog yeah but i know that uh like in world of warcraft there's people like transmog hunters mount hunters and i'm sure that Ooh. that has bled
1: over into final fantasy as well, well people the, the mmo don't even scene... care about the game yeah, the MMO scene is so interesting.
2: Because I would love to get some people on that are like each like an MMO, you know, like master, like somebody who just only plays a certain MMO and just pick their brain and learn about it because I haven't you touched can, uh, you need any. You need to talk, talk to MMO. my buddy,
0: my my roommate Hunter is. Uh, right now, I believe he's rank one druid in PvP and Wrath of Witch King on his. Wow, super dude, I also crazy know server. somebody
2: who was like top 10 players in North America for RuneScape and he would do things where he would like grind accounts and sell them and made oh, yeah. tens of thousands worth, worth of dollars. Jesus. I yeah, I just oh, this was just a random dude I knew and I was like he's like yeah dude. MMO RuneScape culture is
1: like a-, a whole nother vibe. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'd
2: love to do some yeah. episode an episode or some interviews on. It
1: would be so fun. I would love to get like a a wow player, mm-hmm. a FF14 player and then an ESO player. Even I feel like a those are three would be so yeah. much fun. Like they're they're all yeah. so different. Club like penguins. a club a club a club penguin ma- like master. master.
0: master. Yeah, every, every club penguin master is in prison right now.
4: That's true.
0: <laughs> where oh where they des- where they belong?
2: <laughs> where they deserve to be? You son <laughs> of a bitch.
0: But I mean, like, even being in a big guild or a clan or something in one of those, you know, even if you don't have any fucking friends at all, then you can definitely find your own little community within a game, in a guild, people you're talking to every day. You know, it's it's crazy. I mean, I made lifelong friends from MMOs. I mean, there's
2: always those great videos where it's, like, some guy who, like, knew this other person online. Meeting for for the first time. And then, like, at their wedding shows up. Like, something like that. You're like, oh, yeah, it's like...
1: See, seeing so those like the xbox party chat finally meeting for the first time and it's all these dudes just getting a beer at like at this restaurant and it's like oh damn yeah like i i, I definitely missed those because i wasn't i wasn't super into online gaming like growing up because my parents were like super strict in how i like you know did content whether it be like movies like like i didn't watch harry potter until i was like 16. yeah freaking stuff like that <laughs> yeah. so like it was that thing where like oh i you know Growing up, is super strict. My parents had to check everything. If it it was rated T, they were, like, checking. Well, what's a rated T for? Like, M rating was out the door. There's no way I'm playing those. I had to get those from friends. Like, the first rated M game that I remember playing. I was just about to ask that. It was No More Heroes on the Wii. Oh. A a Wii game? Well, because I was able to convince my parents, well, it's for the Wii, even though, like, (laughs) I, they clearly and Wii saw. Wii this for the family. Yeah. Well, because I'm like, because they saw, oh, Wii games, we're not going to check Wii games. <laughs> even though I'm like splitting dudes in half with the Wii remote, just like, yeah. oh, slice the were, thing. And yeah. you were
2: stabbing people in. Uh, I wasn't Man playing Manhunt. I was
1: not playing Manhunt. that. manhunt 2, we have to play. Freaky. I'd be so down. Uh, like, yeah. It's so it's so stupid, but I was So, like, uh, what a good episode that was. I just had hey, to state come in here. state of oh, yeah, emergency. Well,
5: uh. September seventh, Tenacious D is coming to the First Bank Amphitheater. No way! What The fuck, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll have to go see
1: that. All right, so Tenacious D concert, let's do it. Let's do it. Are we trying to go see Baby Metal too? I want to see. Baby I want Miles to see Baby Metal so bad yeah, with it's Clock. yeah, it's with the Metalocalypse uh, Deathclaw. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's so such cool. a All wild right. tour.
0: Dude, <laughs> yeah, I actually just got tickets uh, to go see the Souls of Mischief and at City Winery? And if you're not familiar with Souls of Mischief, they're a legendary hip hop group from
2: the like '90s. We went at this the same amphitheater that he's talking about. The BJ was talking about. We saw Earth, Wind, and Fire. That was
1: one of my favorite concerts. It was
2: incredible. It's definitely one of my favorite concerts, if not my favorite concert I've been to. Um, It was so much fun.
1: It sounds like a good time, actually. Still, to my, my till to this day, my favorite concert I've been to. Was was a, was a uh, an older like youth group friend of mine that my parents trusted completely, uh, <laughs> took me to a Blink One Eighty Two concert before uh, Tom had left the band. So I got to see the whole set full of jokes that I was too young to understand and like all this shit. Still, my favorite concert I've been to because it was it wasn't good musically because like half of them can't sing, but like just the vibe there was <laughs> so energetic and like fucking crazy, like. <laughs> <clears throat> it was us. Uh, that fucking that concert is my favorite to this day i
2: bet th- did that help form your you know your your interest in goth girls
1: no well because blink 182 is not goth it's pop punk yeah it like, i guess it was a kind of lead into it yeah. but like that that was because you know through blink 182 and green day and all them i got into the emo shit and like yeah. that's what i was hanging out with all the goth and emo chicks
2: yeah that's sure. what led into
1: it i, got but I guess yeah kind of uh-huh your sexual quest. That gateway drug. Gateway music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my sexual quest has turned more to milk now <laughs> than it anything. Good luck to you, brother. My,
4: it's, uh, it's my a, sexual
0: quest has suddenly turned into a survival quest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the final mission of Halo Reach.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's been so fun. Um, I love. I want to point this because we did this with obviously uh, before, but anytime we have guests on, we could just keep going. And like, it's true. It's so
2: fun having outside perspectives or just outside anything. It anybody other than us talking is fun. I mean, uh, I love. I'm about
1: to say what the (laughs) fuck, man.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're roommates, man.
1: Yeah, they're roommates. I'm the guy who comes over every Tuesday. (laughs) they
3: were roommates well oh my gosh they opens were up his backyard i'll be camping there every tuesday so
1: dude I mean, i'd love <laughs> hey i'm planning i would love. i'm planning to buy a camper so i technically could just move that shit into matt's that's backyard right. and be that, here forever that's right dude um
2: i there's two things i would love to do obviously like a great hangout session would be awesome um but the other thing is is all this dnd talk maybe like a one shot or something would be would be a lot of fun with you guys um i think that'd be a good time
3: yeah absolutely i uh yeah i I, love that i definitely owe my players um to come back literally well gosh what has it been ezra a month a month month?
0: maybe yeah oh it
3: has to be more because we went to renaissance festival every week in may
0: it's yeah so So it's over
3: a month and the last thing that i did was Kill one of my players' dads, and then just kind of left him hanging <laughs> in the town. Dude, oh my he was God, the one. God. He was the
2: one that that at the run fair turned around because the lines were so long, right?
5: Yeah, so I was oh, like, "Hey, oh, yeah. we won't
3: be able to play the campaign, but we were in the we were in line for two hours." Hey, we were too. We were just having oh, a good old no, I mean, time. Yeah, so were we. Yeah,
2: we played so good. We went yeah, through like a <laughs> flask and a half. <laughs> that,
1: that's how you know it's a good run fair. If you're in a line for two hours and you go through a flask, well, and you we were just in the car, it was crazy. Flasks. Oh
3: Jesus! It was. It's always crazy. I just yeah. I always it. There's always a soft spot in my heart for anybody who lives on those roads. For them, oh, yeah, dude, that yes. must
4: suck. Yeah.
3: That weekend, they just hate life.
5: I read a news report from, like Fox or something, that was interviewing the people that lived on those roads. They're not very happy.
0: <laughs> no,
3: no, they're well, not. dude,
0: that's that's kind of like the same thing. Uh, we have a, a a, property over by like Opryland and whenever that Christmas festival yeah, the just, just the mall in general is right next to our property and we threw a Christmas party this one year and like most of the people couldn't even come because they could not get on our street because there were Ugh. so many cars everywhere
1: absolutely I, yeah that's insane. not even my my yeah, only in like experience in opry is i had to work at the mo's there once and i was like nope fuck this i hate it here <laughs> this was the most busiest i've been and like the customers were the worst oh I man like, it i is don't want to over there thank man. god that most closed down because i'm not having to deal with that shit anymore but like i okay. they were like hey they really need the help can you, it was in the mall but like they're like hey we, we really need your help over here can you help out like a weekend and i was like yeah i can work a saturday Went in there, it was the worst shift of my life in any place I've worked. I was like, "This well, what's the store again sucks. I'm sorry, I missed that. M- M- Mo oh. Southwest Grill. So yeah. it was the it was the, burrito, the burrito joint in uh, in the mall. At least for them,
3: you're right across uh, from the uh, the aquarium. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That yeah. shit yeah. was I'm awful. Still there. You
3: remember? You remember no. Boundary it clo- Company?
1: It, it it closed down. uh I so I only worked there one shift. So I have no. I do oh, not. <laughs> like, it was there. a
3: one and done. Up. Well I, like, I work at the they, I work the most really over are. in Cool
1: Springs and like that's where I work. And so they were like, Hey, this other store really needs help. Can you please help? And I was like, Yeah, sure, whatever. Dude, whenever okay.
2: Starbucks would do that for me when I was working there, they'd be like, Can you work at the Cool Springs Mall? And I was like, fuck that and fuck you for even well, asking me. At least
1: they they paid me like the gas, <laughs> like they paid me travel time, so like they would reimburse me for gas. And like, whatever else. I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. i you ever take
2: shifts, either of you, at for GameStop at the mall?
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: sadly. I liked that one because they didn't have any cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would drag the office chair behind the desk and just sit there and watch YouTube all
1: day. Hell yeah. I, I hated it because of how many fucking teenagers would come in and be like, Oh yeah, would you like anything? No, we're just hanging out. And I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I hate you all. And they you would pull make your
2: weapons. They would
1: make a mess of everything. Like they'd pull all the games off the thing and put them out of order. Or like one of them would like throw Xbox games into the Switch section. I'm like, I fucking hate all of you. Oh my gosh. I hope I hope you all fail Nothing school and become drug you. addicts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I worked at the Earthbound Trading Company. I helped open that shop up in Aubrey Mills in downtown. So so what, so, what
1: is uh, what is Earthbound Trading Company? I want to. So an RIA. Oh
3: uh. Ooh uh. Yeah, not, hey, not don't come plug Earth
0: Brown, bro. Don't don't plug her. That. Do
3: that shameless plug, baby. <laughs> he, said, uh, he
0: said,
2: "Don't well, talk I, about mean, business. Don't talk about." I
3: I don't no. know what it is. No, so no, no,
2: no, no, it's not his <laughs> business now. No, no. All
0: right,
3: we're gonna dip a, different business now, and
2: don't talk about it,
0: Lee.
3: Yeah, if I start on that one, <laughs> <laughs> in stream tell us about
5: the
2: didgeridoo. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: so it just takes a low guttural, you know, C octave. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> no but yeah it's it's totally it's didgeridoos it's you know amethysts and rose quartz and i remember katanas at one point oh yeah you know we had katana's uh, market to the teens yeah there's like (laughs) stuff like that so we're just this big you know kind of wild refurbished recycled just kind of earthy shop selling incense right anybody anybody that went to the mall to get incense
1: like incense or like incense
3: no, not bath salts. Although okay. we sold the real bath salts that you actually put in your bath, not do the crazy <laughs> things that you see on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> but believe you me, and that's not even the. I'm pretty sure it was like, wasn't it really like an incense or marketed as a potpourri, or some sort of thing that was named. But it was bath drugs. Salts. People were smoking and doing stupid stuff. Ours were literally Himalayan salts with like lavender scent, and so people <laughs> would come up to yeah, me she and sounds like, nice. Hey, are are these the bath salts? I'm like, please, dear God, do not smoke these. Like, dude,
2: I would have been, but, I 100% would have been, been like, mom, yeah, dude, yeah, dude, they're awesome. <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's willing to get food. people killed.
1: Yeah, I can't be responsible dude, it's, for that. Uh, I don't so. know, man. It's, it's like, I don't know if you, you buy I them. I love no the fitness.
3: Come <laughs> on. No, but yeah, yeah, it was a goofy shop and yeah, I worked there for oof, far too long in my life. Um,
1: I've, I've been at Moe's for like six years. I'm in the point where I'm like, I probably need to find a new job, but they pay too well. And I'm like, fuck, they're willing to give me overtime if I ask for it. So I was like, shit, I, I, I need to get a new job. But like, I don't know, man, I make some good money here.
3: Demand is there. Exactly. Like, I mean, Moe's, when you brought that up, I was like, I ate there every single lunch. I avoided. Well, until, uh, what is it? Opry Mills we're talking about. What's that uh, sandwich shop? Which, which?
4: Uh,
1: which dude, Witch Witch is so good. I
3: annihilated it. I think they closed that one down, but
1: there, there's mm. still a Witch Witch in Cool Springs. So, I, if I ever want them, I'm like, yep, it's right there. I can just go on my lunch breaks, which I have. I at this point refuse to eat Moe's for my breaks. So I'm so sick and tired of that fucking food. I've been there too long. I've had every combination yeah. of everything that I'm like, God, this all tastes the same.
3: Like popcorn to a. Movie pretty
1: much yeah i i can't imagine working in a movie theater like that and just be like oh yeah dude you want popcorn be like no please i swear to god if i have to sniff that <laughs> anymore i'm gonna kill myself
3: Ugh. please don't ask for butter
1: it's <laughs> <Just be laughs> like i swear to like you, you go out to eat and like the, the customer says would you like butter on that just get the vietnam war flashbacks of like a, a birthday <laughs> party going to see spider-man
2: dude tyler <laughs> has some great <laughs> stories of uh... Of Chuck E. Cheese. Oh of, of God, his, dude, we'll have to we'll have to call him and, and ask him
1: no, to tell him. They're so, I, they're so bad. And I guarantee, hilarious. I'd probably be way more cynical and like I hate everything if I worked at like a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, apparently, apparently, it's like
2: it's just the whole every. It's all facade for all the workers. Like all the workers are some of the like the most grimy, dark people of all time, and then they just put on this
1: face and put on the Chuck E. costume. And, uh, yeah, I feel like you have to be kind of dark if you're working there. Cause it's like, you know, you know, (laughs) like, like (laughs) you, you can't be like a hundred percent on all the time. So it's like your nine to five is maybe this happy, go lucky. Then you get home. You're like, man, fuck this. I'm going to go watch lively videos of people getting decapitated.
0: (laughs) And it's, I mean, what, what do you expect out of the child rat casino? Honestly, (laughs)
4: It's true. Very. True. Yeah. Straight up. I feel
0: like they, they, they just the shift their
3: business to like you know a haunted house. They do just. <laughs> well,
2: <did laughs> exactly. What is like? Five Nights at Freddy's? Like I mean, yeah. From
3: what was
1: it? What was oh, a Nick Cage I've movie he did? Willie's Wonderland. Dude, that movie is so fucking funny. You, of that like the the Nick Cage Five Nights at Freddy's like thing.
2: Isn't there also a Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out? Ooh, yeah, there
1: is one coming out which starring uh that blonde dude from Hunger Games. I forget his name. I don't know his name, something Hutchinson, I think, but he's I'm the he's the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this has been a really full and fun episode, and, uh, yeah, we need Thank to have you guys over because I just want to keep talking without without the recording, just like let it go. You yeah know what I mean yeah. over over oh, some brats.
4: We meet you <laughs> hey, yeah some...
1: i I technically haven't like fully met Ezra yet. Like this is our first time having a full conversation. True. So like I I love like yeah, actually congrats. sit down and like like i obviously saw you at MTech, but like I wasn't at Renfair with with you guys. So I I didn't I don't I don't know the fit. I don't know the 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 what what's I'll show the, you, I'll show the you word?
2: pictures. I'm and gonna say barred, not bar. Yeah, yeah
1: like I haven't seen his fit. Don't
2: you look at it? He's just John Cena with a fedora. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's gonna be my mental image of Ezra from now on. Even after I Damn. meet him, my brain's gonna go John Cena in a fedora
0: that uh that's that's been my profile picture on steam and discord i'm not sure since john cena took that picture yeah dude (laughs) it's been like that for a long time dude when
2: i was adding them on like steam and stuff i realized that i still had like my profile picture of mordecai from borderlands one when i was like first got my steam account i was like i have to change this now
1: i think my current picture is peter griffin as as uh what uh the berserk bad guy oh yeah, griffith. Griffith. yeah yeah
2: mine's griffith right now too <laughs> mine's peter, peter griffith is griffith
1: yeah peter no. griffith <laughs> mine well <laughs> i guess no your, big yours big is the big fucking big. peach yours is the fucking peach that looks like an yeah. asshole. yeah
2: and every time i'll meeting all these these other friends of uh ezra and lee i'm like they're like dude who's the who's the butthole looking I'm like, <laughs> yeah everyone up, yeah
3: because well, they have to look was...
2: they have to double check they're like Oh, wait, that's just a peach. I'm like...
1: <laughs> it freaked me out the first time we played a game online. I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, thank God. Oh,
3: wait, well, what's great is, what your is name? like, right here in the, in the like, small images, it's just a butt, man, and it makes you look yeah. over be yeah, Like, is yeah, that really a butt? Exactly what I Even when it's, you're looking at the peach,
2: you're like, it, damn. It's so small it. at first, and then they have to click <laughs> it to make sure. <laughs> yeah, at first
1: you look at the peach going, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what the heck?
3: Well, see, yeah, my name was not pink before I... It changed it, I guess it was all the way since Halo 1 before <laughs> Xbox Live was even a thing. Um, and when I popped up on Steam, got my first computer, I'm like, Ezra, I have to have an avatar, man. Like, you got to give me an image. What do I do? And he goes, burger. I was like, what do you mean? He just goes, burger. He kept repeating it. And I'm like, whatever. So I Google image search pink burger and find, that, yeah, like, apparently Burger King overseas sold a pink and a, a black Burger
0: King, Burger King. it was and like so. that for six years for six
2: years i have he had the
5: same picture your, for six what years was your first
2: uh, yeah. gamer tag dj uh doctor who fanboy <laughs> 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 dude hell yeah hey, doctor who cool. you still have that man dude my my uh my steam that. first steam one was like one shot assassin and i was like oh my god i had oh, i had no. shadow slayer oh, at
1: some no. point <laughs> that i regret having like oh
0: I, uh Death actually bleak. I didn't I didn't realize that my name in this discord is still Tony Ligmaguchi <laughs> <laughs> which is uh which is actually who uh that that picture of John Cena that's Tony that
3: is Tony. hell yeah and he has a sister so, you, yeah you have to... <laughs> a free it's free Tony. to Ligmaguchi <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, you, you gotta have that. One, one, of the, one of these days when you play in a D&D you have to go, my name is Tony Ligmaguchi and play it completely straight. Well, People hey, will my, laugh oh, at your name just, just be like, why are you laughing?
2: The scene of like naming in D&D is like Matt Mercer. He's like trying to come up with a name on the spot and so he says his name's Mykentz and they go, and everybody on the table is like my cuts and he's like i can't do anything with
1: like them i can't come up with like I, me, I i don't think i have told this on the podcast but there was a point where you know this was like height of like middle school high school whatever it was where like the funny names for the substitute teacher like bit like there was one teacher who was like he hated technology hated computers so he requested uh a, a, a roll call sheet on paper and one of our friends was the one who had to write it up, and we we convinced him. I think we paid him money to do the Mike Hunt name. Dude, my I have a friend whose dad is
2: Mike Hunt, hundred percent.
4: Oh it no, Michael Hunt,
2: and his name's well, well, I,
1: I won't shout, but yeah, yeah. But we we got him to do it, and the dude for like didn't realize it, but he's going Mike Hunt, uh, Mike Hunt, are you here? And we're all just like <laughs> oh, my, my whole fucking my, class. I,
2: yeah. My middle school, the uh, the the principal was miss uh a sharon testacross the way the emails have worked
4: oh, is that no. it took
2: like the first seven letters of their last name plus the first letter of the first name so it was testes at barnhart.com oh my gosh but that's that's
3: the name you keep right yeah yeah of course
2: this is testacross
3: yeah we actually had email, testes well it's probably like testes yeah yeah we had a teacher and his name was his name was literally mike hunt and i was that idiot that walked up and was like what's your first name mike he goes yeah Come into class i'm like well this is a great first impression on (laughs) your teacher uh but yeah i mean
0: are you talking about the spanish teacher mr hunt
3: no yes
0: (laughs) i loved that guy
3: (laughs) he's a phenomenal you you amo what a what a great person but i definitely my first impression to him was totally making that joke and he was like yeah come on in i was like oh well, great now i have to sit with this guy for another hour and own up to that bad impression Own up but. to the immature yes.
1: fucking joke
3: <laughs> exactly great i'm gonna be that student welcome <laughs> to the <every> year <laughs> but right, i know well, that was
0: a good class <laughs>
1: think oh yeah yeah, we could go on forever thing is, we could keep going but i feel like our our, (laughs) yeah i'm
2: i'm so hungry i'm ready for this jambalaya this podcast will also be a nightmare to edit (laughs) forgot about that true true. well lee would you would you want to to plug
3: your uh your your instagram uh yes um at traveling.dm perfect Uh, find us on instagram and then if you're ever finding yourself at a convention and you see us come talk to us we're really cool. Please, please, we need friends. Well,
1: you know, I don't think it. I think I don't think I'm following you. So Ooh, I'll go what ahead the heck, dude? Well, to be fair, I didn't oh, fucking know. Wow, you guys have been friends Fuck with Lee here. and Ezra more than I have. I'm over here working every day, and y'all are, oh, we're going to the Rin Fair. I didn't get to go. <laughs>
4: hey, Fuck that's off.
0: because
1: hey, they're putting in the effort. Okay,
0: <laughs> i I'm gonna <laughs> leave this fucking hall. Team Matt.
2: <laughs> dude, Matt like gave that. me
0: some of his sausages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm their best friend. I'm in the Discord and you're not. Okay, fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are also more than welcome if you guys do dwell. uh till it's a lot of dwelling, welcome, really. Yeah, no, yeah. not the R-E. listeners,
3: just that us is. three. It's just us. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are the listeners. you have to that. come meet us and you know put all the effort that Matt and team did to to, <laughs> <laughs> to get into you, that. You in
1: have to form. explode so in a giant like... milk bloodbath. Before you can draw a fucking if
3: I, I, I hear, hear Ray, ray other name Jessica. Fire or shock? Not invited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're not creative enough with your ray of blank, get, get out of here. <laughs> well, as always, check us out on uh on
2: Instagram, TikTok, and obviously Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Go and, check out Traveling DM on Instagram. Check them out. They mm-hmm. got some
2: good shit. They're great. They're great people. They're doing great things for the D and D community and the Geek community as a whole. Um and as always Take It Sleazy.